Jesus Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on a N4G Radio. This, what episode is this? Do you know? I don't know. 578. Woo. October 28th, 2019. It's the week of Halloween. Oh, yes, it is, isn't it? It's also the week of BlizzCon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh this will be interesting. <laughs> you know what? We, we've talked a lot about this, but I'm... I'm just excited to hear about the thing. Well, I know Hong it's Kong. happening. <laughs> We're gonna no, not Hong Kong. No, I watched too, isn't it? Yeah, I got some info about it in the news today. Does, is uh, it really happening though? Is it though? Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah, I yeah. I, have, I have mixed feelings. I want to. I want details from Blizzard before I, you know, I get too judgmental about it because I have. I have a lot of feelings if that game is literally just going to replace what I've been playing. It'll be weird because, I, I mean, that thing is still played a lot. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it, oh, yeah. it's just come out on the Switch, for, for crying out loud. It'll be very interesting because you're, I don't know, to, to you normally release a sequel to sell more units and to, you know, hype the brand and, and in, increase its popularity. But when everyone is still playing, I mean, you know, it's not like a, a normal sequel where people will have stopped a couple of years ago playing. Their people are still playing this, and are they going to take too kindly to having to fork out for a, a game that may not have that many differences? That was one. that was what Drew and I talked about last week. It's like if you make it two separate, basically, if you make it two separate installs, you're splitting your player base. Mm. And the haves and have nots for a game that is probably one of the top five played multiplayer games since it released. And it must still be making them a ton of money. Oh, absolutely. Especially in Overwatch League and things like mm-hmm. that. But we'll talk about that when we get to news. But on the show this week, we have, as you can hear, uh, Mr. Mr. Man Across the Pond, John, is here. Hey, how are you doing? We've also got Anthony. The other Commonwealth bastard. The other mm-hmm. Commonwealth. And uh, I just got word that Ryan's uh, thing ended early, so he will be here. Oh, um, perfect. He's got a game I want to talk about. WWE. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I don't think anybody oh, wants to talk about that. I can't wait to hear about it. Oh, man. Game is, also, uh, Overwatch 2, you're just playing as uh, my... <laughs> And you're just attacking. Boy, you know what? You know what, Anthony? I'm not. I'm not going to let you talk about Overwatch because you can't even pronounce her name right. So we're going to move. I don't even know. Yeah, well, whatever. Fuck her name is May. I don't give a shit. Yeah, of course you don't give a shit. You don't like good video games like Overwatch. Just keep moving on. 
Video games? Storm Blizzard. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what? You, you I can't what? attack you on your taste. I'll attack you on politics. What's the, what's the statement I've made so many times on the show? If you didn't play games from shitty companies, you wouldn't play any fucking games. Oh, video yeah, that's games. accurate. Very accurate. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't say much because uh, I'm playing something from the same company. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, at least you didn't pay for it. There is that. Yeah, well. Um, but to anyway, fair, like neither did you. So no, <laughs> no. But uh, well, world. see, the difference is, is I've sunk a lot of money into much. Yeah, but you'd pay that in whatever. And I bought a lot of loot boxes, and actually, I've purchased the game on a separate platform. And uh, it seems more like an addictive personality disorder problem. You know what? Else. I've gotten I've gotten thousands of hours out of. I know, Ken. I know. It's okay. Um, but let's talk about video games. There's a lot of video games going on. Holy shit, I did not to play everything. Um, but I did get a chance to play some things because I finally finished up a massive assignment so I could actually play other things. Um, well, we'll start with John. I know there's one game that everybody played that we'll probably get into, but what else have you got? Uh, oh, um, recently, um, because it's October, I thought, well... Season of the Witch and all that. I'll I'll play the Blair Witch because um, it's on X. Uh, it's Game on Game Pass. Pass. So I thought, you know what? Um, Laura has been watching Markiplier and uh, Game Grumps play it, and I've been kind of I've not watched them because I did want to get into it at some point, and so I thought I'll give it a try. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the game. It's not a very uh, good game. Is my problem. It's Outlast. not a great game. The biggest problem I that this game has is that it is a what I would call a reverse escort mission where you are being escorted by the AI, not the other way around. The AI being the dog, and that dog is an idiot. <laughs> and I, I mean. I mean, basically, the whole premise of the game is that you play a, a chap who is on the hunt for a small boy who went uh, got lost in the woods. Um, these are the woods that the Blair Witch lives in in Burkittsville. The um, oh, I can't remember the name of the woods themselves that they call it. anyway, but it's that you know, you know, the Blair Witch woods are so um, gets lost there, been missing for three days. There's search parties there, and and you're arriving a little bit later than everyone else. So you turn up, uh, you've got your dog bullet uh, with you, and for a man, a character that's getting um, over and has some very extreme PS, uh, PTS uh, issues from being in the army, having a dog called Bullet is a fucking stupid name, but that's by the by. Uh, so basically... The idea is, is that the dog tells you where to go. You follow the dog. The dog is on the scent of this boy. It'll lead you to some clues. Um, and some of the time it works okay. Um, he'll bring things to you, which will further the story. Um, when it gets to n- the night time, because it's, you know, you start off in the day and then it progresses to night, then it goes back to day. There's a cycle there. It's all story. Uh, but when it gets to the night, You've got the, honest to God, my phone has a better torch on it than the torch you've got. 
You can't see barely anything. You can't see where the dog's going. I was constantly having to whistle for him because a little icon pops up to tell you which direction he's in. So you're constantly having to go, bullet, bullet, bullet. Where are you, boy? Bullet. To see anything, to see anywhere where you're really going. Jason? The... Jason? <laughs> Jason. Um, so that's that's one of the big problems. The other issue is that the game is, during the night, is trying to trick you. Um, you can see where it happens as well. It's it's a little bit weird, is that you're walking. Obviously, you've got minimal um, uh, vision because it's night and you've got this piddly little torch. Um, and suddenly the scenery changes. It's because it's trying to make you, it's trying to confuse you. It's trying to, you know, you're going forward, but actually you're going backwards, really. It's trying to confuse you. That's offsetting, uh, off-putting, sorry. And then there's the issue with the beasts in the woods, the woods, the, the ghoulies, whatever they are, very much like um, Alan Wake, is that your torch is your weapon. So you have to shine the torch on the beasts and they go and fizzle and, and, and disappear. But you can't see them. The dog can see them. So you have to look where the dog's looking when you're being attacked. The problem is, is that you can't see the dog in the nighttime. So you don't know which way he's looking. It's very frustrating. Is it, uh, are you playing on Xbox or PC? Uh, Xbox. Um, is the frame rate still bad? Like I, that was one of the reasons I stopped playing was uh, I couldn't handle the, the frame. There was it's, something weird about it. There is still in my playthrough. There will, the frame rate isn't super stable. Um, it's not, bad by any means it wasn't the reason why i stopped playing it um but there is definitely something wrong with it i just i didn't find it very interesting i just i mean i'm a big fan of the play which i even like the recent you know 2016 movie i rewatched that this month and i actually really enjoyed it um and i like that kind of stuff i like a kind of it's like paranormal activity i like um uh, a fictional universe that they they build the law into and, and they, they take care so uh, of, of that story. So it was me enjoying that and and um wanting this to be more than it actually was. Um it just turns out it is a a, a poor like not, not survival horror game. It's just a, a horror know, game. A, a weak weak horror game that you know the jump scares aren't that jumpy the whole mechanic with uh the magic tape uh, video recorder isn't that interesting um the character is a bit dumb um it plays around with it plays around with time um if anyone has seen the recent uh, Blair Witch movie you'll know that for some inexplicable reason that the, the Blair Witch ghosties have the ability to manipulate time um and there's a section because it tells you at the beginning when this game is set it's set in 1996 uh you've got a thing saying that the boys uh gone missing that's a date you're a few days after that then later on in the game you find another report of someone going missing but the year's 2000 and you're still in the woods it's the same night my character doesn't pick up on that i see it because i'm reading the the notes the 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 missing child report i see it he doesn't. He's meant to be some sort of detective thing. He's a like a troop in it or something. <laughs> he's a bad detective. He's, he's very bad at it because he hasn't picked up the fact that the whole report says it's uh, four years after 
the where he's meant to be in time. Um, I don't know if that's an error. I don't know if that's a development error with someone's put the wrong date in um, because I I haven't got far enough to know if they're playing about with the time mechanic. Um, but it seems like they might be with the little bits I've seen. But don't play this game. It's not that interesting. Um, the dog mechanic is just awful. Um, I, you know, I played it for maybe an hour and a half and I was really, really sick of it after I played that. And there's nothing there to compel me. I, there's nothing that makes me think, oh, I want to go back and play that. If you want to play a good game, and actually, John, you're the only one that officially can play it, um, Siren 2 or Forbidden Siren 2 has a really neat dog mechanic for a horror game because one of the characters is blind and you have to sight jack through the dog. So you walk through the dog's eyes to control your character. It's kind yeah. of weird, but it's really neat. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> no. Nah. All right. Nah. 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 Um, so, yeah, don't play that game. Um, I'm sure apparently they're the people who made Observer and Layers of Fear. Apparently, what's Bloober Team that made Bloober, Blair yeah. Witch? Um, they so, also made what's that? Uh, Layers of Fear is that the other I, one? I literally just said Observer and Layers of Fear. I thought you just yeah. said Observer. I thought no, you said Layers of Fear too. Okay, I didn't hear Layers of Fear. All I heard was Observer. Um, I only came on the podcast to correct you right then. That's Thanks. fine. That's that's what that's what you're here for. <laughs> Hi Ryan. Hi, how are you? Um, I'm good, thank you. Uh, so yeah, apparently they're better. So play them maybe, and observes on Game Pass as well. So yeah. it's funny because Layers of Fear also had that frame rate problem. Bluebird needs to fix their tech. Hmm. So I played that. Okay. Um, then I played Children of Mortar. Oh which... yeah, I, I, you know I want to play that game outside of the fact that it's a light, and I was like. Okay. Yeah, this isn't your talk. I don't think you'd like this game. And nah. there's, a lot, there's a lot to like about this game. It's, um, as you say, it's a roguelike. <clears throat> it is a story about a family um, called the Bergsons. And they comprise of a granny, um, mother and father, and one, four siblings. And they live in a world that has um, this goddess that protects them um this tree is the root of life and that gets corrupted and their job as a family how their their lineage and legacy has always been to protect and fight against the evils of the corruption so you go out and you fight them and and you can you start off as a father um and then as you progress through the game the uh the other family members or some of the other family members uh, become unlocked for you to take them out and they each have their own different style of combat um, but it's unusual in the fact that it's uh, unlike most roguelikes there is an actual definable story and the story is really really good it's really well written it's got a narrator doing all of the narration very much like um Gave me a feel of Bastion, not in the fact that he's repeating everything that the the hero does, but that same kind of gravitas to his voice. So when he tells you the story, you're listening, if you know what I mean. He commands you to listen kind of thing. It's got that kind of voice, which is really good. And it kind of sets the tone for the game. Um, You basically go go out into dungeons, you clear the dungeons, or you don't. Uh, Obviously, you'll get killed. your the magic of the the life tree or whatever brings you back 
so it's a story mechanic test to how you come back and don't die and can go back out again and um it's a lot of fun the different i like the different uh types of characters and the different types of mechanics so the father carries a sword and a shield so he's very much um upfront melee you've got uh the daughter the eldest daughter linda she has a bow so she's obviously more ranged um then you've got two, the two brothers now they fight also melee but they're very fast so the youngest boy has these two um like glaives and they're really like uh his sort of ability is that the more you attack the faster he gets so he's very quick and the other the boys like uh uh He's more of a fist fighter, but he can target enemies that are further away. So you actually jump between enemy to enemy as you're attacking. It's really good. It mixes things up and it stops things from getting monotonous and too boring because you can just choose which character you want to use for the run. The only downside to that is that further on into the game, they um, introduce a mechanic where if you use a character too much, they get corrupted. And that f- means that you have to rest them or they take a, um, a hit to their health, their maximum health. And that frustrated me because there's a couple of characters that I really like using over the others. And it f- I mean, yes, the game's forcing you to maybe play outside of your comfort zone. Um, but sometimes you just want to be in your comfort zone. You want to play the character. You want to get a good run. And you often find you have a, a good run or a better run if you're playing a character that you're you're enjoying more um so that's a little bit of a uh uh an issue but you know it's they've done it for a reason and i'll I'll give them that it's it's nothing that's um too much of an issue and as you uh, unlock your abilities for each character they have their own little skill tree that you can uh unlock it in a way that you want to um it also unlocks perks for the entire family so each uh, say the first unlock is like if you get four skill points and spend them in one character, it unlocks a family trait, and that family trait is then spread across all the playable characters. So that can like increase their base health, or make them faster, or give them a better block stat or evade stat. Um, again, it's it's there to encourage you to change up who you play with, because you know the more characters that you play with, the more skill points you get, the more. Um, passive abilities that it unlocks for the family it's it's really good um really good game very much enjoying it uh if you like those type of games roguelikes like the dual stick kind of things um you'll have a whale of a time i think you should give it a go if i mean that's the sort of game that's probably going to come to game pass at some point it's kind of an indie game um give it a try because even you might like it ken um, but just because of the narration, the story, the actual, uh, every time you you uh, essentially finish a run, something happens in the story. So something, you know, you come back and the narrator has got something to tell you about, whether it's just a bit of flavor text about the characters or whether it's actually a story beat. There's always something there for you to, um, for you to listen to. And I found it really intriguing. Well, if it ever comes to Game Pass, I'll give it a shot. But it's yeah, I... I ain't got I ain't got time to spend twenty five dollars on a game I might not like. No, no, that's fair enough. I mean, I enjoy, you know me, I love a and I love a uh, I love a, a roguelike. So for me, it was it was no brainer. As soon as I saw it, I had to get it. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely worth a shot if it does come to Game Pass. If you're kind of the sort of person who's not really into them, but maybe is a little bit interested, definitely worth it. 
Um, and then the last game I've played is the one that we've all played, I'm sure, which is Outer Wilds. Wilds. World. I did that before. You the said you, you got the wrong name. I got the wrong name. God it's damn. only happened to everybody 50 times at this point. Uh, the Outer Wilds. Um, basically, Fallout 5. Um, if Fallout was no, polished. No, I'd say, I'd say it's Fallout basically polished, what yeah. Fallout 4 should have been. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, it, I'm sure there are people out there now who've watched enough coverage of it. It is a... Uh, it is a spiritual successor to Fallout 3, um, made by oh, the no, I feel made. like it's a mockery of Fallout no, 4. It's, it no. makes fun of Fallout 4 in it, terms of just being a decent game that's not held together with string. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cast aspersions upon Bethesda. They are doing an absolutely fine job of doing that themselves at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we, can we talk about that in the news later? Yeah. Oh, God. Now, let's just say this is the perfect week for this game to come out. Oh wow! They could like I, there's no way that was planned, but holy shit, Bethesda, what were you thinking? Yeah, yeah, they could. I mean, they gave Oof. so much free free advertisement for this game, publicity for this game is unbelievable. Um, this is the game that Fallout Four should have been, as you uh, as you mentioned, Anthony, uh, made by Obsidian, who uh, historically have been a little hit and miss, but more hits and misses. Recently acquired by Microsoft. Um, well, think of the game that they're gonna. Well, think of their game they're gonna make with Microsoft money. Holy yeah, shit. yeah. What, what, this, sorry, this what, is a, what, what would be their miss? I, I, I'm, I'm actually just curious. I, I don't alpha know. Pro, things like uh, Alpha Pro. Uh, yeah, I guess that's like yeah. Uh, well, and that, their their games they have also had some um, technical issues. Yeah, but you can't quite oh, fall yeah, out well. New Vegas for but, on them because that was the engine. Those issues. Well, it was that plus the fact that they were promised bonuses if the game did well, and then and the company didn't want to pay out, yeah. so they forced them to release the finish the game early. Yeah, it's um yeah, but that's again we're distracting from the fact that this is actually a fantastic game in its own right. It's been made on a budget. It's uh, been released by Two K Games, which you know we talk about, um, uh, which is hilarious based upon the the actual premise of this game but it's, it's can i just say something uh you said just quickly while you mentioned budget um mm. you say made on a budget but we should be clear it's made on a budget with the budget in mind the whole time so they don't overshoot and stretch something no. out they're like they no. focus on smaller they, areas they, with more they look detail at, yes they than... look at but they they look at how i think of it is that they they maybe looked at something like Fallout 4, which technically, obviously a mess, but ambitiously. It's an ambitious mess. Um, you know, the world was huge, bigger than Skyrim, bigger than Fallout 3, whatever, massive, massive world. Um, running on a shoestring on on a tech that really couldn't handle it. This is if they had made it with limitations in mind. So instead of having this and, and this is what I felt Rage 2 should have been. Rage 2 was this massive um, open world that was empty and barren in between the parts of life that you're meant to be interacting with. This is if that this wasn't, uh, uh, it wasn't open world. They've, they've kept it down. The areas are large that you play about in, but they aren't open world. They're connected um, by a map, you know, a solar so system. It's hub worlds. Yeah, uh, so it's, but, it's more like it's more like Knights of the Knights of the Old Republic than yeah. It's it's uh, basically game. um it's basically yeah. These are 
Um, these are just self-contained little areas that you will do missions in. They'll have um, various um, buildings in them, much like Fallout. So you go into derelict buildings and, you know. Everything feels and... handcrafted. I think that's a specific thing that I want to bring up more with because we're talking about worlds. Everything feels handcrafted. And when it doesn't, I, I know this sounds weird and it sounds like, oh, see, they've built in a reason. But they explain early on that all the little houses that you enter are temporary pre-built. houses. They are set down. Yeah, they're pre-built. They're, they come down in a box and then you fold out the sides and it's a house. But it's like inc- that's clever. That's And it fits in with the theme of the game, which yes. is evil corporate stage corporation capitalism yeah and it's and again it's fun because this is released by 2k games um who are at the moment you know getting their name dirtied up a little bit because of like their basketball game that's actually a casino um and And another game that we'll talk about after yeah oh yeah Um, we'll talk about that for sure (laughs) <laughs> and it's I mean it's poking fun. You, you you've got a feeling that there are some jokes in there that you know they knew full well that the heads of the corporations that they're making this game for wouldn't have played the game and seen. I feel but, like it's so generic that I mean it could be you could literally insert any company that's large yeah. enough into the role of the the um spacer's choice. It's yeah. kind of funny considering they just got bought by Microsoft too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, it's, it's it is telling a in a you know very tongue in cheek way. It is telling a, a you know it's 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 creating this world in a tongue in cheek way. It's 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 saying that this is what would happen in you know in four hundred years if four hundred. That's wow. I I give it far less time. Yeah. Well, that's um, why it's twenty three. Well, the it's game takes place like twenty three thirty two. Yeah. Like yeah. It's basically this is what could happen. And it's hilarious. And again, it's just those little pokes and nods, but that's just the world that you live in. Um, what they've managed to pair that up with is a really robust shooting mechanic, a uh, combat mechanic. Um, the uh, tactical time dilation, which is basically a slowdown button, works really, really it's, well. It's, it's modern VAT. Yes, it's modern facts. It's it's just well, the aiming isn't like click to a body part. You shoot a body part and it tells or you aim at a body part and it can tell you what is going to happen. So if you yes. point at the guy's head, it's like you blind the guy. Yeah. So then you take a shot. And it's uh it makes it and because it isn't I mean I like that, because it's not that and it is always you're always moving it it doesn't take away from the combat, it doesn't pull you out of it. Yeah, and the great thing is is that while you've got your finger held on the um, the RB button, which activates the uh, dilation, uh, you can scan the body. It, it does. It slows down really slowly, and then as soon as you shoot it, that's when it takes chunks out of it. A bit like action points, um, much like action points work with the with the vats. Um, so there's really only a couple, maybe three or four shots you can get off. But you can of course get perks and stuff and, and level up, which will increase your, your, your tactical time dilation, uh, which is cool. That's real fun to use. Um, the other thing I think they've got re- done really well is the companions. Now, at the moment, I'm at the stage where I've unlocked four. Oh, wow. They- you are way further than... No, I- no, I'm not. It's, it doesn't take very long to no. unlock the companions. Yeah, you, you've unlocked the two. companions. Yeah, you'll literally get the next two. I- 
I'm going to be honest with you. I scraped clean the first area. I mean, there's nothing. Not, there's nothing that's left on the ground. Not, there's no missions left. Not, I'm get, sure you go back, but you'll get, I'm, not, you'll get the next two in your next area. Oh, really? So, uh, yeah. One of the things that we we haven't talked about this game is that it's an Obsidian game. So the writing means fantastic. there's a billion different ways to handle every conversation. <laughs> I spent well. First, I spent. There's a million different ways to set up your character. I mean, oh, absolutely! They, that 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 alone took me probably thirty minutes to figure out how I wanted to play. Um, and then yes, all the choices. And I've been going for the darkest of humor the entire <laughs> time. Who's in control of the city in your game? Uh, the lady. Yeah, I I did the even though I screwed her over in the beginning. So did I. I accidentally entered Hold on. the area. Is first. this is this is this a spoiler for the first part of the game? Oh, it's, it's completely your choice. It's completely okay. your choice. Yeah, you there's, and you, there's I multiple can't tell ways you how to, to get there. There's there's multiple no. ways to get there. How did you how did you approach the first um how did you approach the ship? I think is a more interesting question to ask. Did you <laughs> help the people? No. Did you tell them to go and fight and then run around and enter the ship? <laughs> no, I I I did the I I told them to fight, helped them fight, went I in the ship, them. and when I came back out of the ship, she said, "Hey, is this your ship cuz you owe me a big fine?" And I oh. said, really? I said, really? You're going to charge me a fine after I patched your guy up in the cave? And she said, yeah, you're probably right. I, okay. I just I told her, them. after I came out of the ship, I just told her it was my, sh- I was an inspector. And she then just said, oh, oh, I didn't realize we had an inspection. I'll, I'll, that's fine then. I walked okay. over, I walked over the hill and saw the two people and killed them. So I saw them and she goes, hey, come over here. So I walked over and I started talking to them. And I'm like, I really hope you're smarter than the guy that's in the cave. And yeah. she's like, and I'm like, yeah, we'll see about that. And I'm like, hey, I think you're strong enough to take on those uh, marauders. And she goes, you know what? You're right. And they ran into battle. And I went, all right, I'm going to walk around. And I just walked around the whole combat and entered my ship. And when I came back out, everybody was dead. And there's a guy standing there asking me like, so what happened? And I'm like, both of them accidentally committed suicide. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, that's the second time this month. <laughs> yeah, I, I got the same thing. Even though I killed them myself, I killed the the soldiers and I killed the marauders. I I did. I I like the fact that there's just different ways to approach small events. Like even the, I mean, just outside of dialogue options too. Like Ugh. you can just yeah. kill people. Like one of them, one of them later on was a. I could just straight up just kill the guy, and I like the fact that like. The, the 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 first companion you get she reacts to stuff and i can have conversations with her um th- this is this is what i've been wanting from bethesda for a long time not to kick them while they're down but i'm going to um it, i i wanted something that was compelling and i think the issue with bethesda is that they've relied on the compulsion of just exploring everything and that stopped working in fallout 4 at one point because i was just like i'm seeing you just repeat the same stuff over and Mm -hmm. over again and there's nobody to talk to because the dialogue's gonna be boring and i'm not gonna get anything for this and it's just or they've not they've not innovated they've not between fallout 3 between between morrowind and now it has there's there's no no that's not fair Uh, it is Uh, you're right you're right it's not fair but it's but the the same engine and you're seeing this. I'm seeing the same cracks of that engine, but 
but then the writing has dropped since. But, but what Obsidian have done is they've taken that formula and they have innovated upon it. As you say, the interactions between like in Fallout, your companions are literally just carrier horses. They all they do is carry your shit. I will give them credit. Fallout Four was the first time I felt not that New Vegas had some of that, but that's also Obsidian. Um, Fallout 4 was the first time, though, that I felt the companions were more important than the main plot. I only, felt, really... that with a, I only felt that with two of the companions. I think there is, there's three that I think have... Uh, there's four, because Piper has one that you have to finish the game for at first. Um, Nick, uh, um, oh god, uh, is it Rosie? Val- the, Valentine? The, and uh, Yeah, Nick Valentine. Um, the had a pretty interesting one and paladin dance and like those were really well written stories but i wanted more of that this is that but also a game, you've, got, a game. you've got more fleshed out companions and the companions that will join in the conversation that you're having it's like you are you've got up to two companions with you and you can choose i mean at the moment i'm only going with uh, Pavati and um, Ellie, I think those two are the best. I don't know uh, who that second one is. So Ellie, you'll get her on when you go to Groundbreaker. You'll you'll get her. Okay. You'll, you'll meet her. I'm there, so yeah, it's fine. Uh, you'll you'll get the next two at um, just Groundbreaker. Cool. Yeah, you'll need to go to the medical bay uh, to get Ellie, but um, you'll get another one automatically uh, as you. Say that, so like I'm say. not going to explore and then steal everything yeah. that's not tied down. But... Yeah, uh, but they they have you got these two characters with you and they they're like your conscience as well they they have thoughts and opinions on the decisions that you are making when it comes to interacting with the other uh the other npcs you know Pavati will chirp up and say oh i'm not sure that's that sits right with me i'm not sure that's a good idea the first big moral choice she weighs in right before and i started asking her based on her choice like and why? it makes you, yeah. Then it makes you feel like you're more invested, like you are a person in this world because you're not doing all the talking. People are talking back at you, although you don't do any talking anyway. Voiceless. But, I mean, you, yeah, you. But you it's know the what same I mean? As much as Zelda, you you have a voice, but it's yeah, it's not heard. Not um, but it, but it automatically made this world just by having that small. That small thing is only a small thing. It doesn't happen all the time, but it it does happen. There's that small thing that makes that world feel a little bit more realistic and my place in it a little bit more important. And it's those kinds of details. The combat is is incredibly Great. solid. The environments are really well thought of, uh, thought out. And as you say, things like the they think of a reason for there to be prefab housing, for there to be this, for there to be that. There's little um, nuances that are because of the world that they're built and they're thought there is, about it. There was a that- mission I did that was from a crazy man, and I finished Abernathy. the mission. Is Abernathy. Yes, and you know exactly what I'm talking about then. Yes. I believe. Oh, no, no, not that. I, I think we actually might not have. the. Um, is it the guard? Because the guard is the one I'm thinking of that's at the dock. Oh, the, uh, mission, the, 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 Abernathy, the, um, the guy that the, sends you to the community center. Yeah, no, yeah, you no, talk about the him. guy who's building up a resistance against... Yes, he doesn't like the robots. Yes. Um, so I did a mission for him. That mission has a payoff later on if you do a sp- specific thing. And I was just like, 
wow, okay, wasn't expecting that. Like, I, 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 by the time I ran into that payoff, I was like, well, I don't really need you now, but I, I think that's really neat that that worked mm. out in my favor because what, of the specific choice I, I made. Yeah, and I like, know what that one is. is to do with the robot at the beginning of yeah. the first mission. Yes, yeah, I know what that is. And it's just, it's, it's these clever. small little touches where it, it mm. does it does feel back, and, and to give Bethesda credit, like, it's how I felt about Oblivion with certain parts of Oblivion when I wasn't seeing kind of just the cut and paste portions of it because of that, how big that world is. Um, Oblivion had those character, like, the characters that go through their sort of cycles and uh, certain things pay off, and it's that, but it's it's so much tighter because they just decided to like instead of going and spreading that out along a world to give you more to play in, uh, in terms of just pure time, they've decided to cut that down and make it's a game tight. that controls really well. Uh, that has a ton of customization uh, with all the mods and uh, tinkering that you can do in the character building, and it feels like it's going to be a game that's not super long. So if I wanted to play through a different way, I totally could. Yeah, and that's I think its biggest one of its biggest credits is the fact that this isn't um, drawn out. They're not trying to make you know they're not saying oh this game's going to take you two hundred hours. You you never finish it because we've got an auto generating quest uh, algorithm in there. It's it is this is going to be a maybe depending on how you play it fifteen to thirty hour experience. I'm already five hours time. in and I just got to a groundbreaker. It's I'm I'm this game so far is my game of the year. It's, it's definitely just, on my list. It's it is just a pleasure to play. Can, it, can I can I ask what platform everybody's playing on? I'm assuming I'm we're all playing, playing on Game Pass. Yeah, I'm on Xbox because it's on Xbox. Game Pass. Well, but hold on. Do you have a so Ken? I know you have an axe. Yep. I have an axe. John, X. do you have an axe? Yep. I'm on a standard. There's no okay, X enhancement. So, so yeah, well, there is X I'm enhancement. On, there is. Not I'm on a standard, HDR. and I, I feel like maybe maybe I'm taking crazy pills here. Um, I, I'm having performance issues on my standard Xbox. I'm um, uh, screen are, are tearing, you... frame drops. Hmm. Um, I haven't had any of those issues. I've had a little bit of frame drops, but it's the standard stuff. Like there, there's a certain level where I just go, okay, that's because I'm entering a new area, so it's gonna stutter a little bit, and then I'll be fine. Uh, I expect that from Bethesda. I expect that from this just because you're, you're loading everything at once. Like every interior of a house needs to be loaded unless it's a new area. Um, so I always expect a little bit of stutter there. That's the only bit of stutter I've had. And it's been very short in comparison to like some of the times where I have massive frame drops and Bethesda stuff. I haven't had any screen tearing. Are you leaving uh, your console on and then going back to gameplay? Cause mine always forces me back to the main menu. It will not let me resume. It, the sleep mode apparently doesn't work. In this okay. Yeah, I'm not, so that I'm is, not okay. using that. Um, but hmm. the, yeah, I've had, um, the number one, I, you know, I don't, I think it's a great game. I, I, I'm enjoying what I've played so far and, um, I love the fallout games and I know that it's sort of a spiritual successor. I love obsidian. I've played just about everything they've ever put out. Um, but it doesn't look that great. No. Number one. Um, and I, I feel like it, because and this is going to sound petty, but I just want to make the point. I feel like because um, Bethesda has done the things that they have done lately, and everybody wants this to be better so that they can kind of shit on Bethesda mm-hmm. a little bit, 
I feel like some of these problems are being completely overlooked. Now, uh, it's a great game. There is, there a, is a game, weird... But I have a weird one for it, you. It doesn't I, look good, and it doesn't perform that great on a standard Xbox. At least okay, mine's not but, performing but that great I, on a standard my Xbox. My argument about that, and just in general, would be... Uh, I've not seen a game of this type run well. Now I realize most of them are from Bethesda, but um, it like if I'm looking for like this comes from a place a less of like what Bethesda is right now because I could give less of a fuck really. Like at the end of the day, like Bethesda's re- like existence as it is now does not re- like have anything to do with this game. To me, I don't, I don't issue, agree, Anthony, because we've no, done nothing on, since we started talking about this game, but talk on, about I'll, Bethesda. I'll tell you what, what affects me is Bethesda from 2015 when I played Fallout 4 and they went a totally different direction and totally lost what <laughs> made me like Fallout 3 for enough for me to look past the issues with Fallout 4 or Fallout New Vegas. And I finished Fallout 4 and went, all right, I'm done with that. Because it was just so far from what I liked. Like Fallout Three was a very tight experience, and and Fallout New Vegas was even just kind of revised of that. There was technical issues that I could overlook because the game was good enough. But then Fallout Four came along, and it wanted me to interact with all these mechanics, and I just went, "That's not what this game was to me." You've lost the plot. Like I, I don't get what you you're like if i wanted to play the sims i would play the sims i don't want to play the sims in this and they're like well you don't have to engage but i'm like but clearly this is a big portion of the game otherwise you wouldn't have a character keep yelling me to go defend settlements which i guess i can't ignore but you know there's always something going on and it was just it got to the point where i was like i was entering a building i recognized what like where like i the basic formula of the building Again, not an issue, but then I'm having technical issues inside this building again, and then I'm here to collect one item, which is fine, but then that's it. That building's just done forever, and I'm like, all right, and it's huge map. It's a huge map filled with buildings, and it's just like there was a lot of stuff to do, but nothing with a lot of purpose in Fallout 4. Everything to me was like, there was moments. There was moments in Fallout 4 I loved, but... Fallout 4 was not what I was looking for in a game. And it has nothing to do with either New Vegas even, because New Vegas, at the time it came out, I was really irritated with because it ran so poorly. It crashed consistently. Oh, but Bethesda so, now, Bethesda can, now, I, I still like can we, can we Can we back this up? We're talking about the outer worlds. Right. So my point here <laughs> is, my, my, my point here is that... Um, the... This game has issues. I, 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 it, uh, it does. I don't have, I, I don't I... have the same technical issues. But have you noticed? And this, this might be only on our consoles because I don't have an X as well. Um, there's something funky with the draw distance. I don't know if it's the, lack of atmosphere there's... or something. I'm, I'm not. So, I'm not sure. Um, the, the, the technical reason for it, I can tell you that. Um. So I, I play a lot of games, obviously, and a lot of first-person games. Um, when I when I first booted this game up and was walking around on the planet right after you first land, um, it was making me really uh, dizzy. Is the best way for me to put it when I was turning. So I, I drop. I had to drop the controller sensitivity way down. Um, some of it was screen tearing. 
some of it I think is just kind of that canyon that they funnel you into at the beginning of the game, just the environment when I was turning around. Um, but there, there was something going on and it might be draw distance that was causing like, me uh, some, some issues kind of, that I don't have I should, with I should, first person games. Kind of, um, I feel like you can see too far. Like there's kind of so just, much visible that doesn't, and like not talking enemies, just environment. And I'm like, something seems wrong. And I know that a lot of the times they try to block it out because you're kind of going through valleys, right? Like a lot in the first area anyways. Um, but something fell off and I, I can't nail it down, but it's like, I, I should either be able to see further or I shouldn't be able to see as far. And I, I'm not sure what it is because like, that's one thing I've never had an issue with in anything else. Something feels off about it. And someone pointed out and I'm like, well, that, so I'm not the only one that felt that way because I saw it on Twitter. Like, it feels like there should be, I hate to say this, like fog or something like something because it doesn't look, and I realize we're on a planet, so they can do whatever the hell they want. But it just, it just something doesn't seem right. And I don't know if that, it, like, I don't know if Bethesda does, like, if that's a thing that other developers do, and like Bethesda does, is hide like the environment behind some sort of atmospheric condition that they've programmed. Like something seems wrong in this game, and I, I haven't had any screen tearing, but that bothers me a lot. Like I can see a yeah. building in the distance and it, I feel like I shouldn't be able to see it in so much detail. Yeah. I don't, the, um, that it's not really, I don't think the issue that I'm having, I think, I think most of mine is, Ryan, is screen, screen tearing and frames. Ryan, you is, can adjust the, the field of view. Unusual for a you can in the, in the settings. You can just adjust the field of view. That'll, okay. I'll, that'll I'll give that a shot. Cause yeah. field of view doesn't yeah. usually bother me, but for some reason in this game, it's making me, um, I don't get motion sick in first person games, but for some mm. reason, this one's making me a little motion sick. So. Give, give it a just try. Give it a try. Um, I, I mean, in all honesty, I have no idea what you're talking about in regards to the, the, how it looks, Anthony. I, I have, uh, it reminds me of a little bit of, Borderlands because it's got that kind of a similar art it's got the style, same very music. colorful. Um, yeah, it does have that same kind of yeah. art style. Um, but I've I've not felt anything off with it. I think the game. I think personally, the game looks really nice. Um, I like the kind of color choices and the palette that they've used. And yeah, maybe I don't. I don't what, but, what's the what is the X enhancement, Ken? It's just resolution. I mean, it's okay. it's better. See, the game does support HDR, but. John, to be fair, HDR is not required. Um, well, it's you don't have to have an X to have HDR. No, but I've, there's no option for it on the Xbox for me. What do you mean there's an option for it on the Xbox? There isn't no option. I can't turn H- my HDR should be automatic. It doesn't my it doesn't play in HDR. Well, the Outer Worlds doesn't have HDR. Exactly. So why? But, that's why I said it's not HDR enhanced. I know, but that's but you said it wasn't X enhanced. What it is, it's it's a higher resolution, uh, better yeah, frame rate, things like that. Yeah. But HD, but HDR, it, it, you don't have to have an X to have HDR, is what I'm no, saying. No, that's fair enough. I'm just, I'm just, just saying what I picked up. Yeah, it's the X enhancements are what they are, and and to be fair, Ryan, let's 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 call a spade a spade here. Xbox original and PS4 original, those consoles are fucking old now. Sure. And these new games coming out, like I I, there's some games coming in the next couple of weeks that I'm like. What the fuck is that going to do on a base console? One hundred percent. I have a question for Ryan uh, specifically about performance, just to see if I can see what where 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 did you get the frame tearing? Like, is it everywhere or 
Uh, it's most everywhere, but I, hmm. I think I, generally I had it most in the opening area before you go in the cave, and then okay. again in the um, the outskirts of the town, like between the town and um, the community center. That, that's um, odd because, like, if I because like if I I haven't had it, which is the odd part because like if I had it, the the thing that makes me want to vomit the most, especially in first person games, is screen tearing. I cannot play games with screen tearing. I, I have to stop. Uh, I'll actually vomit. So I, I haven't had it. It doesn't mean I won't have it. I just haven't. That's kind of weird. All right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, though, I will yeah, say I wanna, I, I wanna I'm enjoying the game a lot. Um. Yeah. I just I'm I'm I feel like it's it's getting a, a pass on some things that um I, at least deserve to be mentioned. I, I, I can agree with you because even in this conversation we're having here, I heard the word Fallout more than I heard the word Outer Worlds. And sure, I, and I well, and I, get, I don't want to accidentally say Outer. outer I, I get I get the comparisons. I mean, for fuck's sake, Obsidian made a Fallout game, but this is not that. You know whether or not okay, you go around, sticks... you do missions, you talk to people, you have to ju- choose dialogues, you have inventory. Yeah, and there was shit like that before Fallout. So let's let's move on really? and let's talk what, about what, the what, game what? at hand. But then what was like that before Fallout? Well, so was I was like I was gonna, game. I was going to make the point when somebody was talking about um, when somebody was talking about um, the companions having a um, uh, feeling about the things that you say and do to other characters. Hmm. Um, I played another game this week that came out in 1998 that was doing that. So the, um, and that's the first Baldur's Gate. So, um, there, there's, there's been plenty of games that have done stuff like that. Yeah. My, my, did, my problem is not the first. I, I didn't, I don't think anybody said it was the first game to do it. No, it's no, just, no. It's, it. it's not about no. that. It's about, I guess what bothers me the most is when you spend more time talking about another game instead of the game we're talking about, I, I just don't. And and I and I kind of agree with Ryan that everybody wants to shit on Bethesda right now. I'm pretty sure, but like like you said earlier, Anthony Bethesda's doing a good enough job of shitting on themselves. No, that was that was John. I can't take. Okay, that. well, whatever. But what I'm saying is, we don't need to talk about Bethesda to talk about the but fact it's that the it's easiest thing to describe. If I'm gonna, and, that's, like, and to me, I don't want to. I don't want to be easy. I want to talk about. I'm enjoying the outer worlds. It, I think the dialogue trees are fantastic. I think you know the combat is fun. I don't have need to shit on Fallout option. 4 to talk about how much options? I like the other worlds. Have you seen the dumb options yet? Oh yeah, they're fantastic. I haven't played that route, but they're they're fantastic. I've seen some of them. Yeah, I've not. I <laughs> think that is again just having that whole that it's all part of the character building where you can, you know, at the start of the game you can adjust their temperament and how intelligent they are. And if you if they're below average, you get a it opens up apparently a whole new dialogue option. Speak- I mean Speaking of Baldur's Gate, something else that Baldur's Gate did twenty years ago. Fallout did too. Um, So, uh, can I? Okay, just talk about Outer Worlds. There's another thing, and we need to move on because there's two other huge games we need to talk about. Um, I I played at the Outer Worlds, and it was awesome. The map sucks. Oh yeah, does it? Does it not load for you? It takes ages to load. Yeah. It loads, but the scroll speed and the zoom are so fucking slow. Yeah, I don't like the map. I only ever use a map for for fast travel, and that's a pain. And in also, me. the text size. Can we? Can uh mm. oh, text size is fine. Just get no, it's, it's really not. It's I, really not. I, 
haven't Please. had an issue, but I'm also sitting closer to my television. Yeah, no, normal, I, so I probably wouldn't notice. My eyes hurt when I when I adjust my eyes from looking at my screen down to my phone because of how small the fucking text in this game. When I feel like that that's happen? a recurring problem this generation. Like that's yes. not just a, a problem with this game. I feel like that's a yeah. Like I've seen that in a lot of games this generation where the text size is is really small. Does anybody have an idea why they would go small? Like I can't figure out why they'd be small text. I don't know. I've played a game recently that had fucking perfect subtitles, and going from that to this is jarring as shit. Because they'd be small on a smaller screen still, right? I'd assume. Yes, yes. So there's there's too many games out there right now that have, like, 40 fucking options for subtitle options, and for a game to not have any and be too small is unacceptable. It's It's just poor design. Anyway... Outer Worlds yeah. is a good game. Outer Worlds is a good game, and you should play it, especially if you have Game Pass. We haven't even got past John. John, I'm done. I'll, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. Yeah, you, I, I'm good. We got. We got That's two more I big think. games to talk about on top of the small games we have to talk about. So we'll we'll move on. Anthony. All right. I finished Wrestling Death. Meh. Uh, talk about we were talking about before the show, like endings that kind of make you go, like, hmm. oh. And that was one of those games. It just, it felt like it wrapped up and it never explained what the creatures were that I was trying to hide from. So I was like, well, that's bad. Like, what what were they? And maybe they did explain, but it didn't seem to do a good enough job. And it just kind of wrapped up very quickly. Uh, I was very disappointed. I'm playing Deadly Premonition for uh, Phoenix Down. Uh, I played more Catherine after being intimidated by the actual puzzles of it. I, I found it very hard. I went back. Um, I really like that game. It's I've read people going like, oh, it's really easy to tell what the new content is. It's so seamlessly integrated that I'm surprised um, that people are complaining about it. Uh, I finished Ice Age Scratch Nutty Adventure. I, 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 I don't know why that game exists. I, I, I have no idea. Um, I finished it. The ending was so weird and out there. I just went, I I don't know who did the drugs and said, let's green like this, but they did and they exist now, so whatever. Um, I can't actually talk about Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD. No. Which is bizarre. It's out in two days. Yeah. Um, I've written my review for it. I played it. It's... A it's, game. That's as far as I can say, basically. Yeah, it's a game. Say. But they've spoiled everything that's new to this game on like on their official Sega accounts. So, you know, I can say, like, Sonic is in the game. He's unlockable. Have fun trying to unlock him. Um, and then uh, the big one, which I didn't get a lot of time of, because, like, I won't go into details, but good lord, the download scheme of Call of Duty Modern Warfare is a nightmare. It's like seven different downloads. That don't so, even download. I, I noticed when I went to the Spec Ops menu, it's like, you don't have Spec Ops Challenge Pack 2. I'm like, yeah, why so, the fuck not? Yeah, so I was downloading it, and I I want to play the single-player campaign first and foremost. Um, So it downloaded, but it only downloaded the first part and not the second. Now, that's on top of like what was a 70-gig download. Yeah, it's oh, a big God. game. It's and then huge. it's like, here's 14 more gigs of, of single-player story that didn't install. I went to play it. T- uh, so so I, I got it on Friday. 
I said, okay, I'm not going to be able to play it today. So uh, I was a little bit busy yesterday, but I was like, install. I was installing it. I went to uh, play it early this morning or late last night. And it's like, you don't have the other pack installed. I'm like, all right, well, then install that. I'm going to bed. Woke up and it installed everything but the second player pack. And then I had to install that one. I don't know why it stopped installing. It's the only thing that's ever done that. Fucking stop. When you, especially the size of these games, when you tell it to install something, it should just bloody install everything that you need to play the pissing game. Well, if, you want, if you really, if you really want to have some DLC on the eShop, Oof. oh fuck, that I, shit is. Oh, that shit a is a nightmare. I'm sure assuming it's as bad as it was on the Wii U and 3DS. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Um, so installing this game was a pain, and then I finally start up the game, and I'm like, great, I'm gonna play, and then it's like an update's required. Well, first of all, I had to make an Activision account, and then it's like, oh, an update's required. Like, I just. I just updated this. Like, I just downloaded this. So it installs an update it through the game, which only was a couple minutes, but still. Um, but then I finally got to play the uh, start the single-player cam- campaign only it's, an hour before the show. So I'm, I, like, just finished the first mission. It's really fucking good, though. Oh, my God. The, the shooting... I don't think I've played a game that, where the shooting feels as good. Like, shooting feels good in video games, and this, I'm like... Wow, that Be- feels satisfying. Better than Destiny? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's, I, I my mean, thoughts on Destiny are pretty well, low. The thing, the thing so. about Call of Duty Modern Warfare is that, man, the missions are so good. I, I'm willing to... <laughs> like, I understand why people shit on COD. They come out every year, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like a lot of people don't give the credit like we, we talk about modern warfare and we talk about black ops and stuff but like even the newer games the campaigns have been super satisfying which was why i was disappointed last year why when black ops 4 did not have a campaign yeah i'm i'm and so i'm very much like the that case now is i buy it for the campaign so this very disappointing no, last year. this game looks amazing on a standard xbox oh, i can't oh, imagine it on an x the hdr in this game john Mm, chef's kiss. It, Holy like, shit! And, and like the only the only portion where I go, I bet that 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 I know that can look better is sometimes around the fire. I can see some like very little pixelation. Like, oh my god! If you had but, seen the fire, the, that explosion at the beginning of the game, oh, the explosion is in tremendous HDR? in the standard version. So oh I can only my imagine it. God, the way the people look, uh, just. The way, like, there's a point in the first mission, and I can only talk about the first mission because it's all I got to play so far. Um, where you go, where the lights are cut out, and just you walking around with a flashlight and seeing all the other guys' flashlights are, move around, it was. Oh, yeah, this game, this game is, is stupid good looking, and it feels good. And there's this is a continuation of the Modern Warfare series. As soon as Captain Price shows back up, yeah. you're in. The yeah, yeah, I was like, I saw him and went, "Holy shit!" I thought this was gonna be a reboot. Yeah, it's nope. There, oh, I will tell you this: the second mission, something happens in that that I'm like, "Oh, oh, I have a feeling I know what it is." Oh man, well, the second mission's completely different than the first. Oh wow, the second mission uh, started it's up Pic- somewhere. It's in Piccadilly. Yeah, and it also looked like a place where the they, the opening cutscene starts off. 
Yeah, something happens in that second mission that I was just like, they, they, man, like, God damn, there's something in the water there. It feels so good. You know what the funny part is, though? I walked in to the black, the dark area, turned, and there's a crate just glitching out, and then it phased through the wall and disappeared. Huh. I was like, all right. That's one of those, that's one of those, the physics engine, when it loaded the thing, when it probably loaded the crates in, all it had to do was have an edge, like, sticking a little bit through the wall, and then the physics engine just took over. It's, you know, stuff like that happens, it's kind of funny, but, like, it didn't take, it only took me out for a second, and then it was, like, straight into the dark, and I was like, alright, right back at it. I tried to capture it, that's the only reason why I remember and then it phased through the wall as I was capturing the video. <laughs> and it disappeared right before it, so you couldn't barely see that it was a box in the first place. But Yeah, um, I'm, I'm excited man. to play more of it. I really uh, want to do some of the co-op stuff, because I, I always enjoyed those. Yes, yeah, man. It's so... It's very it good. It feels so good. And, like, I didn't even switch weapons. I just used, the, like, the standard machine gun the hand should do. Uh, it's... Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I love a good first-person, like, straightforward, you know, uh, campaign. Like, Titanfall 2's got to be one of my favorite games of all time because of how fun its campaign is. But the Call of Duty games are always, mo- actually, not always, but most of the time very good. So, I yeah, know it's, been, it's the- been a little while since we've had a good... Well, because, what was it? It was Black Ops and then World War Two. Yeah. World War II, I mean. Well, Black Ops 3's campaign was bad. You uh, say that, Black... but I've heard it was all right. It's bad. No, it's it's bad. Um, and then Black Ops 4 didn't have a campaign, and then World War 2 did not. That wasn't very good. Like, like, how many okay. times can we tread the same ground of guess well, what's the... going to happen for the World War 2 guys? Like, right. I think one of the biggest things that I didn't like about the World War 2 campaign was like the, the fact that you had to use health packs. Yeah, and... that was... Yeah, that was dumb. I didn't the, like uh, that. I- Infinite Warfare is my favorite. Infinite Warfare that's cool, is right? that's the one yeah. in outer space. Was yeah, I really space. liked Infinite Warfare because that was awesome. like, that's my favorite Call of Duty. Yeah, like that campaign was great, especially like the the jet missions towards the end. Those were really yep. fun. and the the robot the companion was awesome. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. That problem with that though is coming off the. Uh, uh, it was a, coming off the back of a downward spiral for those games. People were getting tired of the jumping around, and and some people just wanted like what was it? Boots on ground. Boots on like the ground. Boots, boots on, on the ground. ground. And that, which is a shame because I completely think that, uh, as as Ryan said, the Infinite Warfare is one of the best Call of Duties I've ever played. So campaign yeah. wise, so I wish they'd make a sequel to that. Yeah, this this is the best campaign since Infinite Warfare by far. I'm gonna have to get this game at some point. I just again, it's just so much. If you you only play multiplayer, I'd wait till they like. I usually wait till it goes on sale for like yeah, probably get post drop or something. Is it is it like six eight hours? I don't know yet. I've only played. I've I've only played played the first three missions. I think is what I've played. I only got to the first. So that's what I'm doing after this. I'm hoping it's only like six to eight hours. That's kind of what I like. That's what you that's know? the standard, though, isn't it? First, for a shooter, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for a Call yeah. of Duty, yeah, you expect that kind of length. But that's I mean, again, back in the day when the original Modern Warfare came out, the online stuff was I, I spent hundreds of hours on that. But as you get older, you know, you 
you know, I can't, you know, I can't play can't. with those guys. Like yeah. I did it last year to do my review and I just got, like, you can't. And, and so for me, it is every year, it's more and more about the single player campaign. And I'm, I'm encouraged to hear that they've done right this year. And, and we've got one that is of uh suitable quality on another side note. I've been playing Call of Duty Mobile. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck me, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's good. Oh, no. I've heard it's, it's good. Just, it's yeah. really, actually, really and good. So, um, what are you, what are you playing it on, John? A phone, an iPhone. Okay. You know uh, that uh, you probably know this already, but you know that you can uh, pair Xbox and PlayStation controllers to the iPhone now. You can, but it doesn't work with Call of Duty Mobile. Oh, it doesn't. No, yeah. that's some bullshit. No, it only yeah. works with um, uh, games have to support it and. Call of Duty Mobile doesn't. You have to use your... T- That's the only bad thing to say about it, is that it is. it takes getting used to with the touch controls, but it is a fully-fledged, with caveats, Call of Duty Mobile... Um, Call online, of Duty! Call of Duty Online game, and it's actually a lot of fun. They've, they've, they've done some clever things um, to help smooth the experience. I would recommend anyone with a phone powerful enough to play it, um, download it because it's free. Um, yes, it's full of the trappings as you would expect with a free to play game. You can largely ignore them. They have a battle pass, which it reminds you about every time you log in. But you know, you can ignore that if you want. It's actually worth giving it a go. All right. Um, anything else, Anthony? We still have another big game to talk about. No, that's it. All right, Ryan. All right. <laughs> so let's talk about a couple different games here because it's been weeks. You got yeah, you got a lot of games right now. Yeah, it's been a long time. So uh, let's just quickly talk. Let's I'll just go in order here. Um, because the last time I was on, I wasn't actually able to talk about Stranded Sales yet either. Um, so I played uh and reviewed Stranded Sales. Uh, ex- uh what is it? Explorers of the Cursed Islands. I, I have no idea. Um. <laughs> And, um, it's boring as hell. I was going to say, your Xbox uh, copy works now, I think. Oh, I'm sure it does, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, you, hold on, hold on. I have two questions. Uh, sure. Is it as boring as it looks? It's boring as shit, yeah. What is I mean, it? It's, it, it, it's it, Harvest Moon, but not good, right? No, it's, um, so let me, let me think of the best way to explain it. It's, it really is, hold on one second. This makes for good radio. Sorry, I had to take a drink before I that's, that's got into this. Oh, so, bloody hell. It's Michael, like, what, what was the drink? That's the big question. Huh? What was, what was the drink? Oh, it, was, it was hot chocolate. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, was it whiskey or something? I didn't talk about stranded sales. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's basically like, imagine um, you were making a game. And you were the type of person that was like, oh, you know what I really like? Is I really like this from this game. Oh, and I, I like this from this game. And I like this from this game. And I like this from this game. And I like this from this game and this from this game. And I'm just going to put them all together into one game. And you look at it and you think, man, this is going to be awesome. It's going to have all this stuff. And then you forget that you actually have to do something with it. Um. Mm. So, in this game, you have farming, you have crafting, you have exploration, you have combat, 
You have certain areas that are only unlocked when you can build certain things later on in the game. Okay. You have cooking. Um, you have all of these different things. You've got a, you know, a rowboat. It's, it, it tries to be Zelda. It tries to be, uh, Stardew Valley. It tries to be, um, every Metroidvania you've ever played. Um, and it's just not good at any of them. Um, it, it, it gets halfway there with everything. And so, um, you've heard the, um, you've heard the, 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 the cliche, um, jack of all trades and a master of none. That's mm. this game. Um, the farming is okay. Um, you get a very small plot to start. You can upgrade it as the game goes on, but there's really no reason to upgrade it because it, it produces food so quickly that I, I never really felt like I needed the extra plots. Um, the cooking is okay. Um, there's one, the way you upgrade your camp and like your tools and stuff is actually kind of cool. There's a big, um, community stew pot. And basically, um, every couple days you run out of stew. And so you got to throw a combination of ingredients into the pot. And Something like Red Dead Redemption. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to like, um, you put, if you put pieces in there that your teammates like, your crewmates like, then it boosts this like meter. And when the meter goes all the way around, you unlock an upgrade. It could be an upgrade for your camp. It could be an upgrade for one of your tools. Um, but there's a recipe system. And basically the way the recipe system works is let's say I go out and I find um, rice and I've never had rice before. I find um, uh, allspice and I've never had that before. And I find chili peppers and I've never had those before. And I catch a new fish that I've never had before. So I find four new things while I'm out on expedition. I go back to my camp, which is the only place I can cook and is right in the middle of the map. And um, it tells me, hey, you've unlocked new recipes. There's just little question marks. Well, you have to go into each one and figure out what the recipe is, which involves putting the right ingredients in the right slots. The problem is you can't accidentally get them right. So if I accidentally put the right ingredients in that would be for another recipe, but not the one I'm selected on, it doesn't unlock the other recipe. Hmm. What it does I... is it'll give you a little message. So let's say it's a four ingredient recipe. It'll pop up with four little circles and say one of the ingredients is correct and in the oh. correct spot. It's that <laughs> one of it? them it um... is correct, but not in the right spot. This fucking price is right. Wrong. No, no, yes. it's mastermind. Mastermind. Thank you. It's That's what the game's called. Frick. It sucks. Oh, that is awful. And it completely takes any joy out of... So, um, Breath of the Wild, right? Had the recipe system where you could just... If you could just combine stuff and see what happens. It actually encouraged... Yeah. Can't do that in this game. It's got to be the exact recipe or it doesn't work. It's got to be in the right order or it doesn't work. Um, um, It's a combat that doesn't even show up until three quarters of the way through the game. And consists of one button to attack, and that's mm. it. There's no blocking. There's no nothing. It's just you either attack or you run away. Ugh. Um, 
it's got an energy meter. So how many of you guys have played Stardew Valley? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know you've got the energy meter in Stardew Valley? Yeah. Yeah. Stardew Valley does a great job of um, it feeling like, okay, the stuff that I've done today really would burn my energy down as fast as it has, right? This game walking burns your energy. (laughs) And it's an exploration game. Okay, hold on. You were shitting me. me. Let me just say to that, fuck off. That's awful. So (laughs) sprinting and your guy, by the way, your guy walks slow as hell. Oh, he's a taxi driver. So, So if you sprint, it burns your energy real quick. The camp itself is a pain in the ass to get around it's huge there are multiple uh areas where in order to get to someone else's house you have to go all the way around the long way specifically because the game is built to burn your energy um you got to make food to replenish the energy at the beginning of the game you can only carry three items of food at a time and as you play the game you'll unlock the ability to carry more food so exploration in this game involves going out to a different island, doing what you can do there before you run out of food, and then fast traveling back to the camp. The camp is the only place you can cook. So if you find new food items, you can't make anything with them until you go back to camp. It's the only place you can craft. So there's a mission in this game that requires you to make bridge kits. Um, cause you need to make these bridge kits. Otherwise you can't make a bridge to cross and get into new areas. The way it works, the islands are the only places you can find the crafting materials. So you have to burn energy to go to an island, find crafting materials, come back to the, the, your home island, craft the bridge kits, burn energy to go back to the original island and hope you have enough energy to actually go to where the bridge is, put the bridge down and go to the next area. Um, it's like that for eight to ten hours. Oof. That's the entire game. It literally, I hear people complain a lot about open world games and fetch quests. Um, the entire game is a fetch quest. Oh. It pretends that it's open world, but in reality, you are constantly being told what to do. It's Go here and talk to this person. Go here and talk to this person. Go talk to your father who's hurt. Go talk to this ancient person that you just discovered. Oh, the ancient person says he's going to find these parts that you need, but you can't find them yet. Go talk to somebody else. So you have to go all the way across camp to talk to this person and burn energy. And then you got to go back to the ancient guy because now he knows where he's what he's looking for. It's one giant fetch quest that never ends. Um it's the now with that said the game it plays okay like it's it's not terrible i it's not like i was playing it and like oh my god this is the worst i gave it a, i think a five and a half um because it it works it's pretty it looks really good um but it's boring as hell like it's just way too shallow um there's just not enough there to do. Uh, it, it, it tries to do too many things and doesn't do any of them well enough to actually make playing it for 10 hours um, a recommendation. So 
that's stranded sales, which sucks because I love Stardew Valley. I love Zelda. I was really looking forward to it. Um, and it's just not very good. Um, so with that being said, uh, I have also been playing, um, two games that are really, uh, well, four, four games that are really, um, all kind of lumped together. Um, I'm playing the enhanced editions of Baldur's Gate 1, Baldur's Gate 2, uh, as well as the enhanced editions of Icewind Dale and Planescape Torment on the Xbox. How do um, they control? And I'm mainly asking about Planescape. <laughs> so it, um, Planescape, um, controls, they control pretty well. They control about the way you would expect them to control. Um, have you played, um, have you played Divinity? A little bit, yeah. Okay, it play it, it controls very similar to that. Okay, that that's um, you can you can um, if you hit right on the D pad, you can make it point and click, where you can move your cursor, tell them to walk here and walk there. Um, but if you don't, you can just use the stick to control your main character, and everybody else just kind of follows you. Um, the pathfinding. I mean, at the end of the day. These games are all almost 20 years old at this point. Um, and even though they're the enhanced editions, they've fixed some stuff. Um, the best way I can put it from a looks standpoint is the games all look the way you remember them looking. Um, they didn't actually look that good, uh, but they look the way you remember them looking. They still look like 20-year-old games. Um, they still at the end of the day, when you boil it all down, are 20-year-old games. So they're on the same engine. You're going to have the same... If you've ever played any of those games before, um, they are they, they adhere to a Dungeons & Dragons rule set very, very closely. And so there are going to be times where you're going to be in a battle with somebody and you're just going to sit there and swing at each other from two feet away and not hit each other. And it's for 30 seconds. It's also important uh, to note that it's running off of, what is it, 2E2? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's that. So there's been a lot of... Zero system um, that all those D&D games around that time had. Um, so it, it, it really... Um, again, there you know, Baldur's Gate, the original one, was released in 1998. So you got to kind of know what you're getting into. Um Assuming you know what you're getting into, though, they're still excellent games. Um, you know, of the four, um, I I enjoy the first Baldur's Gate, even though it sh- shows its age more than any of the rest of them. I still, um, that game has a fantastic story that I still feel like ends right as it's getting really good. Um, the great thing about this package is in addition to Baldur's Gate 1 and Baldur's Gate 2 on the Baldur's Gate side, um, you get all the expansions, um, and it comes with Siege of Dragonspear, which is a brand new Baldur's Gate game that um, the the creators of the Enhanced Editions made that specifically exists to bridge the gap between Baldur's Gate 1 and Baldur's Gate 2. Um, so it was made in 2016 when the um, right around the time the original enhanced editions were launched on PC and um, mobile, and um, it's it's like a brand new game in that old style. 
um, which is pretty cool because it sits right in the middle of the two games. Um, of the four, I think Icewind probably holds up the worst um, just because the the difference between Icewind and the rest of those games is that Icewind is very combat heavy. Like, it's um, it's it has dramatically more combat than the, the other four games have. Um, it's still good. Uh, it's just the, um, the combat in those games in 2019, um, isn't the best part. And so when that's most of the game, like it is in Icewind Dale, it just doesn't hold up as well. And, and um, uh, Planescape, uh, I think you can talk your way through the whole thing, right? Through most of it, there's yeah. there's there's combat that you can't really avoid, uh, but yeah, you there's you can you can pretty much talk your way through most of that's planes. Planescape so is. I'm not. I've only played very little because I mean, I was that's the reason I was curious to know how it played on the console because I'll probably have to Plan- picking these up. Um, Planescape, I, I um, of the, the story four, of of that. the four, Planescape is the one that it's been the longest since I played. And, um, I found myself, um, constantly wanting to go back to play more of it. Um, just because it's number one, it's such an amazing game. Um, and the story is really cool. The atmosphere is really cool. All the side supporting characters are really cool in that game. Um, but it, it plays well. I mean, um, it, it, I'd never had any issues with that game. Um, you know, fighting me on control or anything like that. It controls the way I expect it to control. The one thing I will say that these games don't do that well on console is they are games that, and this was totally the style at the time, there's, you know, 15 different things in an area that you can look at or pick up or um, select with your cursor and the cursor, when you're just using the stick, is pretty finicky. Um, sometimes you'll be trying to highlight something to check it, and it flips to something else. Um, that's the only real control issue I've had so far. That and pathfinding. Um, the AI pathfinding isn't that great. Um, sometimes your characters will get um, hung up on stuff. They, they eventually find their way around. Um, but they do sometimes get hung up on stuff. That was a problem in the original games too. To be, yeah, as um, say, to be fair, that's still an issue with some games today. Sure, so. absolutely. Um, I think the the best thing that I can say is that um, having very recently played Divinity, um, it is, I think, the best news for any fan of those those of these games, these D and D games in this specific series that the guys behind divinity are making Baldur's gate three because divinity feels like the evolution of that game series um i just wish that some of these enhanced editions on the console had basically just um stolen divinity's control scheme because divinity controls very well on console um but for 20 year old games they hold up well. Um, the great thing is if you're somebody like me who's played through the games before um, and you just want to go through the story again, you don't necessarily care about the combat, which, by the way, is fucking hard. 
Um, it's those games were punishing at times from a combat standpoint. There's a story difficulty level where almost nothing, well, basically nothing can kill you. Um, and well, you, in Planescape, uh, that's very true. Well, yeah. Um, but, um, you, you can basically just, um, brute force your way through every combat encounter. Um, which if you're just trying to get through them to see the story, uh, is helpful for sure. Uh, and I played the enhanced edition of the original Baldur's Gate on iPad and played the story mode difficulty just because I'd beaten the game before and I just wanted to go back through it again. And uh, I had a blast, even though the combat wasn't really challenging, um, just going through the story again and exploring the world. So anyway, those games um, are very hard to review um, because they're 20, 20 year old games. Um, How much are but, they? Uh, 50, I think. Oof. Is it all um, five or, or all four? Or is they're it... either 40 or 50. I can't remember off the top of my head. Four, they're, they come in packs of two. So Baldur's Gate, uh, well, three. Baldur's Gate 1, Siege of Dragonspear, and Baldur's Gate 2 come in one package. Icewind Dale and Planescape come in another package. The okay. The expansion for Icewind Dale is in there as well. Okay. Icewind Dale 2 is not. Um, Icewind Dale 2 has not gotten the Enhanced Edition treatment. Um, my understanding is they, at some point, lost the source code for Icewind Dale 2. Um, so I don't think that one's going to be getting a remake. Um, but um, it does have the expansion to Icewind Dale in that package as well. And then in December, the Neverwinter, um, Neverwinter Nights package comes out, which I'm really looking forward to as well because I love that game. So, Holy shit, that's not even the big game I was talking about. I know, so I'm going to get to that now. I was saving that for last. Um, <laughs> John's already checked last. out. He's playing Children of Morta. Every, everybody, yeah. everybody, uh, everybody likes the train wreck. So, yes. WWE 2K20. <laughs> uh, man, that game's a piece of shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's, so, so, I'd like to those, just roll back just quickly. I remember saying, oh, Yuke's made a really good game, and then we had a discussion of, oh, maybe this game will be better because Yuke's really isn't part of the thing yep. development anymore. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So, um, the where do I start? <laughs> How about so, the droopy eyes? So, number one, the, the character models in this game have taken taken. An almost unbelievable step backwards. I saw Randy um, Savage. That's oh, not no, Randy no. Savage. You know, when the, you know when the worst that, one is? Somebody took a, a one of the rock from twenty two uh, K, I think eighteen, and compared it to two K twenty, and then they compared that two K twenty model to two thousand and three on the PS two, and the PS two model looks better. That's those aren't even the worst guys. Um, the the Ric Flair model in this game looks like. Um, I I I can't even describe it. It's <laughs> oh, just look up Ric Flair WWE 2K20. It's god awful. Um, the Becky Lynch model. Okay, Becky Lynch is the number one superstar She's that on the, the cover. WWE has right now. She's on the cover. She's their most popular superstar by far. She looks terrible in this game. It's it's almost unbelievable how far backwards the character models have gone. Is she the and, one that swings her hair around? 
Who's won the no. things in a ponytail? No, around? that's Bianca Belair. That one's and so bad too. The ponytail is like um, erect. Um, <laughs> how, I love, how I love my ponytails. This this <laughs> game looks like shit. Oh I was playing a backstage brawl yesterday, and I tried to take a capture. I think the game sucks so bad my Xbox doesn't even want me to capture it because <laughs> I posted three captures last night. I had a lot more than that I wanted to post. I couldn't get it to capture right. Um, I was playing a backstage brawl last night, and it looked like um, someone had gone through and painted stripes on every surface. Like, they were... You know how sometimes you're watching a really old VHS tape, and there's, like, scan lines? These were, like, vertical scan lines on every surface. Um, the, I, um, suplexed someone on a trash can and his leg disappeared. Um, and then when I picked him up again, his leg came out of his head and flipped down to where it should have been. Um, the, I mean, you guys saw, I hope that the video I posted on Twitter last night of Christian just running into the ropes, um, while I'm standing on the the, outside uh... of the ring. They weren't doing the kneel though, which I've seen as well, where people are stuck in like. No, I haven't had that one yet. I haven't uh, had that. I one heard yet. someone called the Bob Backlund. <laughs> the Bob Backlund, yeah, the he, the the walking around like a duck. Yeah, uh, it's also Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Did you it's see not, the picture? It's not, it's not woo. It's ooh. Yeah, it's the worst thing oh, I've ever God. seen. So, um, any but so on a from a gameplay standpoint, here's the thing. Um, it appears, I don't know if this is the case or not. I read some, I read this somewhere, but I don't know if it was true or if it was just unsubstantiated speculation that they somehow in the process of Ukes leaving lost the captures that they had of a lot of these wrestlers, which explains why they look so terrible compared to last year. Cause really all you had to do with most of these people is use the model from last year. Um, the game plays significantly worse than last year. I'm not even talking about the glitches. I'm talking even when it works, it plays worse than last year. But um, I mean, I'm not. I I'm. I haven't played a WWE game. Full stop. But weren't they notoriously bad for the gameplay anyway, and being very unimaginative? They had. So they had. They had gotten very stale. Um, they always had these kind of glitches. Last year's game was actually pretty good. Um, they the gameplay in last year's game for that series was probably their pinnacle. Like the the game last year, I feel like played better than that series had since it went to two K. Um, now I and most other people am still more of a fan of the. The uh, the N sixty four wrestling games I was say of Fire Pro <laughs> and Fire Pro Fire Pro um, is in a different class, um, but this game the hit detection sucks. Um, your well, how can you hit the other wrestler when he phases through the table and well through the ring? <laughs> certainly a good question. Um, I, there are multiple scenarios. So I tried to take a capture of this and post it on Twitter, but I couldn't get it to capture. There was character laying down on the floor. I got up on the 
rope, jumped to do a frog splash. My character jumped out the wrong direction and then made his way in the air back over to where the character was on the floor. Uh, it's, I'm not kidding you when I say it is the most broken high-profile game I have ever played in my life. I'm looking forward um, to doing so, the um, searching for the YouTube uh, so clips. There's one that um, is only irritating to fans of wrestling, and I, I know enough about wrestling to know that that's not how you win a ladder match. But, um, right, because you got a ladder match is the one where you have to grab the briefcase. Correct, Ryan? Yes. Yeah, uh, where somebody won one of those by uh, pinning the, their opponent. So... Like how do you, you can... how do you break the game to the point where it doesn't even recognize modes anymore? Yeah, I, that's uh, there's some there's some really just I'm, well, I mean, I, I think you guys saw even the menus are broken. Oh um, no, I didn't know about this. Yeah, so I, I posted it on Twitter last night. Um, there's a there's a weapon select when you pick your character. There's a weapon select where you can assign like. Um, they have all these custom weapons that you can unlock throughout the game. So instead of a regular steel chair, you can have a steel chair made of carbon fiber, as an example. In that menu, there are options across the top. And it's chair. It's like bat, kendo stick, chair, sledgehammer, miscellaneous. Okay? And you tab across the menus with the, the R button. There is nothing in the miscellaneous section. So when you tab to it, it takes the menu at the bottom back to bats, but still has you on the miscellaneous tab at the top. So then when you tab to bats, the top says bats and the bottom showing you kendo sticks. Wow. When you tab is... all the way through the menu again and you get back to miscellaneous, it messes it up again. So you end up two away. <laughs> from what the top menu says. Hey, if you do it enough times, it eventually it goes all the way back. Yeah. Itself, yeah. So Maybe it's, it's a mini game. Legitimately, it's <laughs> um, it's it's fundamentally broken, and um, you know, I, I've seen some stuff about the the career mode. Number one, the career mode um looks stupid as hell. Um. But they've doubled down, too, on the showcase mode. Um, so they have these showcase modes every year where basically you replay segments of either somebody's career or a series of people's careers. This year it's focused around uh, what they call the four horsewomen, the four major um, female wrestlers that have come along in the last four or five years. And you play through parts of their careers. Do and you play through Paige's career where she has a like a, a video camera? You do not. Um, wow. But, uh, but um, the... I, I actually know her cousin. Oh, nice. <laughs> she's from she's around these parts. So if you've ever seen the film that it keep something fighting in the family, it's uh, it was filmed in a small town outside of Norwich. And I used to work with her cousin. Oh, nice. Well, there's your claim to fame. Well, yeah. she she and her video are not in this game. Well, she might be in the game, but her video is not in this game. <laughs> um, but they they have doubled down on these objectives. And basically what they do is the match played out in real life in a certain way. And so they put objectives in to try and get you to replay the match the way it originally was. The problem is the game sucks. 
So because <laughs> <Okay>. the gate <laughs> it makes it difficult to achieve the objectives. Oh, um, and it's it's just aren't legitimately um for you know I have I have given low review scores before. Um this one is probably going to get the lowest review score I've ever given a high profile game. Um it's 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 almost overkill for me to say that it's broken or underkill. Sorry, it's it's it it undersells it for me to say it's broken. It is a disaster. Um and and this should be their cue to press pause, take two years, and reboot this whole fucking thing because. <laughs> But it's what they too. have created here is unsalvageable. <clears throat> um, they're going to say, we're working on it. You know, it's going to be, you know, a couple weeks, we're going to put out a patch and then we'll continue to patch stuff from here. Bullshit. You might yeah, you try. Fixing this. <laughs> You're not fixing it. It's, it's the game, even if all the glitches are fixed, the game plays like shit. It is the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 of the WWE. <laughs> That's a great way to put it, although I think it's worse than Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. Uh, Tony Ooh. Hawk Pro Skater 4. Oh. <laughs> um, oh. That stings! <laughs> I, I mean, this game oh. right now has, what, a 4 on Metacritic? Something oh. like that? I think that's high looking at the uh, glitches. It's high. That's high. And there, I saw somebody on there give it an 8. I don't like to argue with other people's reviews because reviews are very subjective. Bullshit. This game's not an eight. There is not a there is not a way in the world this game is an eight. Um I got the only copy that wasn't broken into a million yeah, pieces. It's 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 terrible. And I haven't even mentioned the fact that they took their most popular male character right now, who is a wrestler by the name of Bray Wyatt, has a character right now called the Fiend incredibly popular they took that character and buried it behind dlc um pre-order dlc i think and it's not even out yet oh wow well so, i mean they haven't been doing the fiend any like if i know about it in wrestling it, there's a problem like i know that like one of the last or one of the recent fiend matches was a uh, hell in the cell and yeah, that was they blew the that, ending big time. Yeah, so I know but, for a fact that this is not a surprise that they would also blow that via video game, but that's awful. I mean, and they they tried to be they've got these these new 2K originals that they're going to try to do where like they've got um you can you can wrestle in like the the the, the pit of hell and there's just fire all around the ring and monsters flying around and stuff like that's that. That's not why people come to WWE. It's not why people want to buy these games. I, and, and that and the the mode, the 2K original mode isn't even open yet. It's not you try to click on it in the menu and it says please check back later. Um, I, it doesn't exist yet. Um it was supposed to be pre-order uh pre-order bonus. Well, I mean, did you hear now, about the disaster with the uh collector's edition? Yes. Yeah, that, where they were supposed to get autographed um autographed cards in there. And some of the cards came without autographs. And and like the wrestlers, the it's not from the sounds of it, it's not the wrestlers' fault. Like one of them oh, shooting no. a movie, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna fix this for you guys. Like I'll it. open a PO yeah. box. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's so disappointing that like because like at some point, like if 
really 2K should have been like, no, we need these signed. <laughs> like if they cared, they would have gotten them signed. And then yeah. they just shipped off a product that wasn't just it like, seems <clears throat> it seems very clear to me that um Ukes bailed on this game and instead of visual concepts in 2K saying, you know what, we don't have time to make this game and have it be um representative of the quality that we want to attach to the 2K name, representative of the quality that we want to attach to the WWE brand. So we're going to shelve it for a year. They just said, fuck it, we'll put it out, and these marks will buy it anyway. And they did. And And if there is any justice, everybody who buys it will ask for and receive a refund, and it will end up being the worst selling game in the series because it sucks. Um, And if you're a wrestling fan who's listening to this and you're thinking about buying it because you buy it every year, don't buy it. Take the $60 you were going to buy and buy Fire Pro and play that until 2K and WWE decide that they're going to actually spend some time to make this series good because they sure didn't do it this year. This game the, sucks. The thing the problem is is that we don't know on whose command the yearly why they didn't take break. Is it the license agreement with the WWE? Is it two K? Are they the ones saying nope, you know what? This is coming out regardless. There's probably I'm, a lot of stuff we I'm don't confident, know. I'm confident it's a joint decision. Yeah, because if the WWE was disappointed with how they looked, I'm pretty sure Vince McMahon would stop that. They um, not if it makes as much money as it does. Exactly. If so, the the WWE um, is if two K is allowing the WWE to say continue pushing out this shitty product um, because we just want it out every year so we can sell more. Two um, K is taking advice from the wrong people because there is not a single company in the entire world that does a better job of doing things that will piss off their fan base and not caring about it, it's the WWE. And WWE constantly thinks, if if there's any human being in the world that believes the no press is bad press tagline, it's Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, from Vince McMahon's perspective, the quality of a video game is the last thing in the world he probably cares about. The fact that fixed WWE 2K20 and all these 2K20 videos have been trending all over the world is it, he probably thinks it's a positive. Mm. Um, he is kind of the dense. only way he's that not going to think it's a positive is if the game doesn't sell and he makes no money. And I mean, like on a bigger scale, like the reason why AEW exists is because Vince McMahon just wants attention. Like it literally, he's just like, well, the WWE is getting attention. So, the, and then a bunch of people were like, well, I don't want to be part of that anymore. So they're about the off. only, they're about the only company in the entire world that actively antagonizes their fan base on a consistent basis. Um, anyway, I've talked enough about how shitty this game is. Just watch um, videos. It's, they're it all sucked. funny. They're all funny. As long as you don't pay money to play the game, right. like the poor sap. Yes. Who recorded the video. Right. 
So that's it. Um, uh, Professor Chaos, who has been on the show with us a couple times, sent me a message yesterday to say, hey, they're uh, they're offering refunds on PS4. I don't know if they are on Xbox. And I had to say, no, no, this is a review copy. Um, I will I will not qualify for a refund of my review copy. Well, I'd um, like my time back. I probably would. I'm, I'm charging you for my time. <laughs> yeah. But um, but anyway, the game sucks. Don't play it. Um, other than that, I have played... Um, I've actually played some of the uh, Fortnite relaunch uh, with my son. Uh, and I can tell you a lot of that relaunch has gone over very positively, at least in this house. Um. And other than that, I played Outer Worlds, as we mentioned, um, and I have played some more Divinity to um, compare and contrast on the uh, the Baldur's Gate stuff that I've been playing. So that's All it. Right. <clears throat> well, I'm not going to talk about anything because you can't. I don't have part. time. It's, it's two, we're two hours into the show. Uh, but to be fair, I, I spent you know the week closing up a big review and then moved on to. Uh, play a lot of the stuff we already talked about. So I played Outer Worlds, Call of Duty, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I don't really have a whole lot of new to talk about. I, I need to move over to the Medieval remake. I, I play a little bit of that. Oh, yeah, that's out, isn't it? Yeah, uh, that's a game that I see a lot of people excited for, and I'm just like, I played it, and I'm like, this game wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that it doesn't fix the camera issue that the first nope. game which is a fundamental flaw i think if uh, if cuz if i remember rightly the first game that was a big thing the camera yep. control and, and the camera the camera is still bad uh the combat is still wobbly and loose mm, that's a shame it, it just this is not a remake it's a remaster so it's kind of the same engine underneath a pretty coat of paint oh really i thought it was actually a full reboot you know a full mm. um, remake no it still feels like that ps1 game Oh, bloody hell. That's not good. Yeah, and I think a lot of people... The thing about Medieval is, is it's got great art style. It's got great character. It's just not a ton of fun to play. Mm, never mind. And, I mean, I hope people that buy it enjoy the hell out of it, but I think it's just one of those... We, we didn't... Who wanted this, I guess, would be my question. Well, Sony, because <laughs> they saw the Crash Bandicoot money. Um... Yeah, but Crash was a big thing, and I get it that Medieval 2 had a sequel, but you know, 90% of people don't even remember that it got a sequel. Yeah, and also, I mean, it was something that Sony had. That was their yeah, own thing. I, I'm, that was I'm, there, probably. I'm waiting on the Blasto and Jersey Devil remasters. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't even remember. Jersey that. Devil's not theirs. I think Blasto is. I thought Jersey Devil was first party. No. Are you There's sure? A2M. But I thought it was part Artificial Mind and Movement. Um, maybe, maybe it is in the States, but I don't think it's their property. Anyways, uh, Blastos, that's a sad one for... for well, of course it's sad. Yeah. It was published by SCEA. Jersey Devil was. PAL, Pal, and, uh, Pal uh, was Ocean Software, and Japanese was Konami. I think it's owned by Megatune, though. Uh, artificial Mind this, Movement now. According to this, the developer was Behavior Interactive. Yeah, Megatune was their name. They turned into Behavior, then they turned into Artificial Mind movement that they change back to behavior because motherfucker sony will do it anyway and be like that's true they'll just pay for it yo we got that jersey devil we know you've been wanting it (laughs) anyway uh so there there you go uh let's talk about what's coming out this week it's another big week 
lot of games. Uh, we've got Xeno Crisis, 39 Days to Mars, After Party, which Drew is has reviewed. Oh, um, that's on Game Pass as well. I'm looking forward to that because I really like Dogs. Yep, uh, Drew reviewed that. His review will be up this week. Uh, Annihilation, Anti-Graviator? Graviator? I don't know. Uh, Atler, Ryza, Ever Darkness in the Secret Hideout. Uh, Blind Spot, Close to the Sun. Delta Squad. Disgaea 4, Complete Plus, A Promise of Sardines Edition. A Promise of what? Sardines Edition. Okay. Uh, Disney Classic Games, Aladdin and the Lion King. Yeah, buy mm. that if you're going to, because I don't buy the stupid cartridges from I Am Ape It for $100 a piece. No, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yaskadaiva uh, is out this week. Uh, Harvest Moon, Mad Dash, Lost Artifacts, Time Machine, Mercenaries Wings, The False Phoenix. Miles and Kilo. Uh, Pinball FX3, Williams Pinball Universal Monsters. Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion HD Renovation. Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD. Vector Wars. Vasaria, Layer of the Forgotten Ones. Wargroove Deluxe Edition. Uh, Yakuza 4 Remaster. Castle Costume. Ghost Parade, Remothered Tormented Fathers, Citadel Forged with Fire, Cubit's Quest, uh, we've got Race with Ryan. Oh, nice. Well done, Ryan. Uh, Spirit of the North. Thank you, I've been working on that for a long time. The Forbidden Arts, Twin Cop, and Voyage of the Dead. Uh, which, if I remember correctly, Voyage of the Dead is one of those light gun games. So there's a light gun coming out this week. And there are three games coming to it. Is that the light gun that they've been... Uh, yeah, the PDP, the Mars the Xbox? Thing? Yeah. yeah, okay. It's, yeah, it's out this week. Huh. It's a, a light gun. Yeah, it's got a camera you plug into your system and you shoot things on the screen. Oh, for fuck's sake. So that's out this week. Uh, actually, I think they're sending me one, so I'll, I'll, I'll report it next week. <laughs> Have fun with that. Oh, it's been a while, John. My, it's been a while. Been a while. Um, uh, one of my favorite games of like this, like one of the weird sort of games I picked up for like next to nothing is Blue Estate, which would have been much nicer to play with an actual gun than controller. I don't, I don't know. That game was pretty bad. I liked it, but I was playing on PC, so. Yeah, I, I, I played that game. I did not like that game. Uh, Police Chase, North Guard, Close to the Sun, Inferno 2 Plus, uh, and Jalopy. Oh, Jalopy. I'm looking forward to that because that's, um, uh, that's been out on PC for a couple of years. And yep. that's, um, intriguing, intriguing little Coming game. to Xbox this week, I think. Mm, I've, I saw it on the Coming Soon tab on their store. I couldn't remember when it was coming. Uh, all right, Switch. We got a few big ones coming out this week to the Switch. A lot of the stuff we've we've also got uh, Earthfall, Alien Horde, Forager, uh, Resident Evil Five, and Resident Evil Six, and also the Resident Evil Triple Pack. Uh, Vampire making its way over to Switch this week. Can't imagine that running well. Uh, for some weird fucking reason, Agony is coming to the Switch. Oh, that was a terrible game, wasn't it? That was yeah, yeah, yeah. really bad. Yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it always promised for the Switch and then didn't come out the same time as everything else? Yeah, they've also never fixed it. On, yeah, I know. 
some of the consoles. And they've already announced the sequel. Was it called Succubus or something? You're wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They announced a sequel. Yeah. There's a sequel to Agony. I thought Agony was received very poorly. It was. It's a bad game. All right. Well then. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what anything is anymore. WRC eight is coming to the Switch this week. WRC eight. Why does that make me shudder? Because you just reviewed it. (laughs) (laughs) World Rally Championship. Yes. Yeah. 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 Read my review. That game has to be one of the worst driving games I've ever played. Um. And considering this is like the seventh or eighth, like, well, it's WRC eight. John, do the math. Well, yeah. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the eighth game, I guess. Um, you'd think they'd have they'd have honed some some quality down there, but no, um, that game is shit. Mm. But probably the biggest game releasing this week, Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion. Mansion, yeah. Laura's looking forward to that. She really loved the. Yep, that's out on Thursday because they want to release it on Halloween. Ah, clever. Release right, dates don't matter nowadays, do they? I don't have time to go through the PC stuff, but man, it was good last week. Oh, did, did I miss some good stuff? Oh, it was real good last week. I forget the one that we did last week, but it was good. It was really good. Uh, Ubisoft has announced that they have delayed a big chunk of their games uh, into the second quarter of 2020. This includes Watch Dogs Legion, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and Gods and Monsters have all been pushed back past April 2020. Pretty much all of their forthcoming games. Yeah, all of their first quarter games have been pushed out. And they admitted that it was based around the fact that uh, Breakpoint didn't do yeah. well. Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which our review of that, I think, is live or is going yep, live? Yeah, it's live. Uh, Drew gave it a 4.5. Yeah. Ouch. Um, and, and my dad, who is a big fan, like that's what he played for like a year, the uh, other one, um, Wildlands. Uh, Wildlands, yeah. Yeah, he played that for for a long time and then he's played this one and he's already dropped it he said it's not good uh so. it's a sh- i mean it it's nicer than that they've decided to to take a step back and want to add quality but it does it's kind of uh, it does this highlight the, the fact this live service bubble is bursting this it also doesn't help that this is the second time ubisoft has come out and said something like that and you're like oh they're changing and they'll they'll surely not make the same mistake again Mm. Remember Unity's release? They did the same thing. So, well, speaking of delays, uh, Sony also delayed The Last of Us Two like two weeks after they announced. Oh, the that was one yeah, earth. It was that's... such a weird thing. Like, why announce the release date just to delay it a couple weeks later? I mean, I don't know. I that's that seems to me something has gone slightly wrong, and they've it's important to them to get it fixed. So, but whatever that is, I don't know, but to, to have I, mean, I have no doubt that then, it'll be quality. Oh, yeah, it's going to be amazing, but it's, yeah. Um, but um, I, the thing is to me, that pushes, they're saying May now, that pushes that to a P- PS5 job for me. I'll wait until the next generation of consoles because no doubt it'll be a cross crossover. I'll, I'll get the PS5 version because it's, you know, I'll, there's a lot of stuff coming out first half of next year. I'm, I've got stuff to do. Yeah, there's no shortage of games. And it, it's a funny conversation that I keep seeing people on Twitter have. And I thought we had kind of, I thought we had kind of gotten the, like the statement from both companies that games like Last of Us 2 and Halo you know, Infinite and 
mm. games like that, they're just going to be licenses for like there's not going to be two SKUs. That's what Microsoft have said. Yes, I Sony hasn't. But Sony's already said that the PS5 will be backward compatible with PS4, so that no, doesn't mean anything. That, but, yeah, that's, but, I mean, but here's the thing: is if you try to resell people Last of Us Two, you're just going to make people put, mad. Yeah, but, yeah, but Ken, they sell 4K Blu-rays and then they sell Blu-rays on the same shelf. They'll just do that with PS4, PS5 games. I mean, if they do that, then that's bad. They're, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a very Good possibility. I mean, if you do that, it, uh, see, I don't, I don't buy it because you know, as much as, as much as I've seen arrogant Sony over and over and over and over again, um, they've been making too many good consumer-friendly choices lately. Well, I don't know. I mean, they've only just conceded to cross-play. I think, and I they think also we'll lowered our... the price of PlayStation now. Yes, but only because of the fact that they saw how well Game Pass was doing. Um. And that they clearly were not getting the same level of success at the price point that they had. I'm fair play to them for producing it, but I think that was more of a business strategy than a consumer friendly. Well, let's be fair. Idea. Every decision is a business strategy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> Microsoft's not out there like, oh, we love you. We're going to give you shit. No, man, give us more money. No, no, no. They, I mean, again, they are doing it from the losing position as well. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Competition is good, but I've I've got a feeling we're going to see arrogant Sony again. Um, I hope not to, because non-arrogant Sony is what five. made this generation so good. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, I want to live in a world where both companies are fighting in a good way to for consumers, not um, nickel and diamond and, and shit like that to, to make money. But who who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But man, um, yeah. You couldn't have given me a better segue about nickel and diming. Give me more money, business decisions. Let's talk about Fallout 76's subscription service. <laughs> oh, let's not. Oh. Okay, hold on. I'll actually somewhat defend this. No, you go, you go right back. No, go no, back in no, your cage. No, no. Here's the reason why. I, I think it's shitty to nickel and dime your consumers. I think they've implemented this poorly. <laughs> but... If it was implemented properly, asking players to pay for a private server, no, totally no, fine. No, totally no, fine. It's not, no, it happens no, it's in not. other stuff. Yes, it is. It's no, it's fine. no, it's not. No, a private it's, server. I'll tell you what, it's not because they used to do that in Minecraft. I'm not saying yes. I'll tell you why this is a bad idea. Not because paying for a server is a bad idea, but they promised that all of these features would be free. And it was because they were going to be um, selling cosmetics that it was going to pay for it. Now, on the back of that promise that they got people to buy this, all these features, all these upgrades are going to be free. And then to turn around and hide them behind $100 a year, they can go fuck themselves. Am That's I missing a bad it? idea. I mean, missing it? I thought it was just private servers that were hidden behind the, the fee. No, a, pro- a feature, a gameplay feature. Is but was that, was that, where, where, when was that specifically promised? I don't recall that at all. This, no, th- what they said was that all gameplay enhancements would be free. And they said that before the game came out. Pete Hines came out and said that. It's quoted. That, it's, so, yeah, but, I, but a gameplay feature, uh, sorry, I, I just, a private server, like if I bought server space, do you know how, do you know how crazy that would be in terms of, ser- like if you're, paying for a specific service so only you and your friend there's issues with it don't get me wrong we can touch upon that after 
But if I wanted to play with just friends, yeah, I could totally understand asking people to charge. And it's $100. If you had a group of friends that were playing in the same server and this worked properly, being the key thing there, um, then everybody pooling money together for a year. Ten, uh, like, I used to have to pay for a Minecraft server. Not, what the hell was that? That was like a woodpecker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Anthony, you're on. There is no way that this is acceptable after what they have said. And, you know, yes, admittedly, they the whole thing's fucking balked. It's not private. They're old instances of worlds. Um, you know, there are various problems with it, but you cannot go back on what you said. And as when you play around and say all gameplay features will not be charged for you can't turn around and i don't think that's a gameplay feature feature. yes it is it's features it's a gameplay enhancement you can't say it isn't it's a feature of the game you can't do that i don't play servers i play a game and this game runs off a server that's my issue there again it's borked so like you said so it's it's kind of moot and then the fact that they launched poorly i understand but i just it's nothing new to me as someone that's played PC games where we've paid for servers. So, yeah, I I don't know. I, it's it's a weird thing to announce for a game that did not get off on the ground running very well. Yeah, has not really fixed itself since. And then no, when you no. launch this paid service, and apparently people who have subscribed to it are losing scrap. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that one. I just yeah. know that if you have a friend of a friend, like anyone, like there's some weird like. If you've so much breathed in the same space as someone, they can enter your server. Well, no, it, it's Some to do weird... with, um, it's, they're not private as in customizable private. So, um, so for example, there are people who act as merchants in the game and they have a large friends list because that's how they trade that any of those friends can see that that person has a private server and join it without having to get requested. So I think ah. that's the biggest issue is that they, um, uh, Technically, if you've got a very fucking big friends list, it's not, you know, you can't pick and choose who you want to invite. They can that's an issue. Yeah. That paying it's not private. for that, that's bullshit. Agreed. Yeah, that's not a pro- it's not private at that no. point, essentially. Um, they said they're going to fix that. They then said that the, um, uh, they first off said that the losing the scrap wasn't a bug and it was still there, but then it turned out that it was a bug and all that scrap has been lost. Oh, Did people that sign up get lose their like or uh, have their information leaked as well? Not, not yet. I mean, not that's yet. a feature. That's, that's a feature. A, not a that's a feature yeah. using Bethesda's website for anything. Yeah, it's, Bethesda's had a bad run, and it looked like they were going to have some good press with Doom, and then Doom got delayed. So, and they also delayed their their um, NPC content for. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, yes, because well. it's more important to get the hundred dollars subscription yeah, out before that's you get. True. You know. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking that Bethesda has turned into this this company, the, the company that values a dollar over its its customer base. Um, it, it always seemed to be a, a company that cared about the games. You know, they did the whole single player gamer thing. Um, Back in the and day, they turned all the single player games into multiplayer. Can I, can I just say something v- very depressing? You say that, remove Bethesda and just leave a blank for next year because oh, I'm sure, sure somebody another else company will, do it. will take that. Oh, somebody else will fuck it up next year. It, it happens. 
Yeah. Um, so BlizzCon is this week, and I've got a big leak that only matters to me because Drew's not here to talk about Overwatch. So when does this leak then? Uh, this leaked first Friday night, Thursday or Friday night, and then there's a huge report on ESPN.com this morning uh, coming from, uh, I'm sure you've probably seen him. He's been on TV a lot. His name is Slasher on Twitter. Uh, he's big in esports, and he he does a lot of commentating on things like this. Um, but he uh, wrote an article for ESPN.com. Overwatch 2 has leaked, uh, and according to the leak, um, it has a logo which is the Overwatch logo with a little orange 2 next to it. Um, the game will feature not only PvP, but PvE as well, including like co-op missions um, and the ability to upgrade characters. The I mean, th- this leak is big enough that they detailed the trailer that's going to show. Oh, so it is it's pretty, it's pretty legit. Yeah, it's saying that uh, hero talents and in-game items are coming to Overwatch 2, PvE, and one of the missions will be a four-player story experience set in Rio de, Rio, uh, Rio de Janeiro, uh, as opposed to the 6v6 gameplay in the original Overwatch. Um, there's a new character that's going to be announced, as well as a new game mode called Push, uh, on a new map called Toronto. So the new, the new character is Echo, who was shown in the Ash cinematic last year. Mm. But my big question about all of this is, does the original Overwatch, like, is this like a add-on to it? Mm. Like, does the old one go away and stop getting support? Like, because if that happens, it's, that's a mistake. Well, wasn't it last week that Drew, one of you two, brought up the fact that like that's the reason why there hasn't been a follow-up to World of Warcraft? Yes, because if you made World of Warcraft 2, you're just splitting your user base. Yeah. And if you make Overwatch 2 and it does not bring... I don't even care if they don't bring over my progress. I just want them to bring over the... Mo- like, I don't want there to be two separate games. There will be I mean? two separate games. This and exactly if there's two separate games, I think it's a mistake. I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, I mean, I, I'll play I it. Isn't. I, I'm not going to lie. I will move the game. But not but everybody else will. Not everybody will, and that's the problem. I think the pro- uh, one of the issues is is that someone like you can... Uh, I mean, I've played Overwatch. It's a fantastic game, but I, you've spent thousands of hours, and you've sunk a lot of your money in. And to start fresh, that just, I don't know, seems like a slap in the face like you've put but you know again you you didn't get the original game but you bought you've double dipped on your pc you've put money actual real money probably hundreds of dollars because you and that's not a bad thing i'm not having to go at you for that, that you've as you say you've I, I made that choice yeah i, I got, got enjoyment I, oh absolutely i uh, fuck john i played it last night you know but to then take it and leave it there and then ask you to go to number two uh, it just that stinks that really does yeah, I'm I, I'm really worried that they're going to announce this and they're going to be like, you know, old Overwatch will still exist for like a year after this launches. As someone who's been very critical of Blizzard over the last two weeks, I, I just can't see them doing that. I just, that seems like the dumbest move. I feel like if you just make the new stuff, Overwatch 2, I'm using finger quotes, Overwatch 2 is the PvE mode and the character yeah. story and all that. And like, just... Merge the original Overwatch 
into it. Like if you only own the original, you can still play PVP. Yeah. With it's people like at a, Overwatch it, like 2. The, it, like DLC. Like a, no, you, buy, you buy DLC you for No, I'm thinking more of you. It's like when you bought Halo 3 ODST. The, the multiplayer for ODST was just the multiplayer from Halo 3. Yeah, you exactly. play with people from Halo 3. So if you buy Overwatch 2, you get the PvE and whatever else. And then the multiplayer portion of it... That, Still plays like, with Overwatch just, 1. Yeah. And and that's I guess, what I want. I, that's that's exactly that what I want. Like, that seems like what they do. To me, I, I it's hope Activision so. Blizzard. It is. It, it really is. But also, and they've not made any Activision, good decisions recently. You know, they have not made good decisions recently. They they have totally not. Um, but somebody else made a good point about this. Does Overwatch become that company's new destiny, and that's why they got rid of Destiny, and they just make it one like executable you can play. PVE, you can play co-op, you can play PvP, and it's all just one game, and they kind of just merge the original into the new one, like Destiny did with the, the new expansion for Destiny 2? I, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I know that this is probably the biggest announcement of the year for me, because I'm this is my fucking game. So, I pay attention to this, like the people who watch you know the World of Warcraft stuff and the Final Fantasy 15, or the yeah, 14 stuff. Like, this is a huge deal to me. I need to know where this is going to go because I play a lot of fucking Overwatch. Well, how well, how, I mean, it's obviously going to be the, um, it's going to be the last thing on the, on the stage uh, for their, their announcement. It's going to, they're going to save it to the end. Let me have a think that's Diablo 4. No, no. Let me just think how last year's show ended, how well that went. (laughs) Oh, wait. Diablo Mobile. Um, Are you? Impl- I, but the, yeah, the difference is this year they're not going to let anybody ask questions. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I wish you the best of luck, Ken. I just uh, greed's got greed's got a greed. Yeah, I, I just it, it also doesn't make another thing that doesn't really make sense for me is why announce like two weeks after you just dumped the original Overwatch on Switch. Yeah, that seems odd timing, but again, this is. Maybe they are looking at damage control. Maybe they didn't intend to announce it now. Uh, maybe this is just trying to gain some favor. Over the whole from what Hong I Kong from thing, what I maybe. hear from from what I hear from the reports is that they wanted they're moving a bunch of development teams off of other things to finish this because they wanted out of. Mm. So we're talking like early next year. That's that's what I'm hearing, because Overwatch has become kind of the biggest thing for Blizzard? Well, I can't, I'm sure it doesn't make as much money as Warcraft still. Well, Staffing. I think it does because yeah. of the eSports. Really? Yeah. Because of Overwatch League. Do you know what Overwatch League is doing next year, John? Mm-hmm. Overwatch League is basically becoming a sports team. The teams will travel to their... They'll have home games. Yeah, I'm just... I'm not saying it's a big thing, but about... Warcraft it still has millions of players who pay a subscription every month. I just sure. can't imagine that being. I, I I know Overwatch is popular and makes a lot of money. I just see it being their top earner uh, against Warcraft. But it has you know, a lot I mean, of what, worldwide I appeal. I don't know. I, uh, I but, mean, not to say the world uh, World of Warcraft doesn't, but like the the Overwatch has got a lot of different countries involved. Well, world Overwatch of is on ESPN. Yeah. 
Mm. I mean, it's like World of Warcraft is do it does well. Don't get me wrong, but it's not. World of Warcraft isn't a competitive esport game. So, but you also don't have the the it's the gotcha, the gambling aspect. So, like the money that comes in for wanting the costumes, like they don't do that type of stuff, right? So, all you're getting is like when the expansion comes out, the money for that, and then the money for the the money uh, for the subscription. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, it, it'll be a shame if they handle this wrong. We'll find out. Yeah, but it, weekend, this I is like, like I said. This is the biggest thing for me is that they need to handle it right. Because I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone. I mean, it still takes me 20 seconds to match make in a four year old game at this point. So there's a lot of people playing Overwatch. Mm, yeah, yeah. So I think that uh, truthfully, if I wanted to pick like the perfect way to announce this. I think you announce this, you say it's coming next year, sometime in the next six months, you make the first game free to play, and you just merge it into the new one, and in order to get the new content, then you have to pay for that. That's the ideal way to do it. Whether or not they'll do it that way, I don't know. Because if you made Overwatch free to play, and then you added this content that you could buy to kind of upgrade your original Overwatch, you'd make a lot of money, because... Can't make Overwatch on Switch free to play, though, can you? Well, here's the thing, John. I know we said, you know, like Switch, you know, Overwatch came to the Switch. Everybody wants everything on the Switch. I took, I did a little research this weekend and took a look at the top 30 games on the eShop. Mm. Overwatch isn't even on it. No, no. It's not at all. That it's game not got is very good reviews either. Apparently. Well, it's because it, it, it's a bad version of the game. It's running at 30 FPS. It's, yeah. Well, uh, if if they were going to do that, I would have held fire on the play. Yeah, I but, don't know. Yeah, I mean that's all the really the news I have. And like I said, we've we've run this show deep, so I'm just going to read the <laughs> tweets, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, Mookie says uh, Call of Duty's Modern Warfare campaign reminded me of Zero Dark Thirty movie. Yeah, I mean they have a woman in that same sort of role in this and stuff so far. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean. Yeah, I'm not shocked. I mean, that's kind of what happened in real life, right? Like, Zero Dark Thirty is based off of reality. I mean, I can't remember if they changed her name or not in that, but there was an actual woman in charge and stuff, so it's... Of course, everything's got to pull from everything else. I'm not surprised. Rufus says, with the possibility of PlayStation 5 and the next Xbox costing upwards of 500 to $600... Will any of you buy one at launch? What's the most you'll spend on a console? Dude, I bought the $599 US PlayStation 3 at launch. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. And I bought the Xbox X at launch. I bought the Xbox S at launch. I bought the Pro at launch. Yeah, me too. The only, the only, one, the only console I have not bought at launch um, since PlayStation 2 is... Um, is the Xbox the Xbox One? I I got that in January. Um, so what was that? Came out in November, and it, so it waited about two or three months after. Literally a week after the PS4. Yeah, oh, over here, was, yeah. It, over here uh, it was different, yeah. but yeah, it was. Um, I think the Xbox because the Xbox came out after the PS4 over yet over there, but over here it came out before. It's just a couple of weeks out, but um, I the thing is I've. I've been looking, and you can get a, a like for six hundred quid, which is like let's just say seven hundred dollars. I was looking; you can get like a 
PC that's like got 16 gig of RAM, four gigahertz of clock, uh, a eight gigabyte graphics card. And I've, I've been thinking, should I actually bother? <laughs> You're going to go with PC, the PC gaming route? Well, it just, because it's, they are things like, because of AMD, uh, I've specifically been looking and AMD's, cards are a lot better than they used to be a hell of a lot better they compete with nvidia but they are a fraction of the price because of that higher end pcs are becoming less expensive here's here's your problem is you'll get the xbox exclusives but you're not getting the sony ones at least not yet no but that i that stops me from getting both consoles i don't know I'm, i'm just thinking about it it depends on what they cost i mean truthfully john let me let me play out the scenario the way it'll happen i to do that You'll you'll get pissed at a Sony exclusive that comes out that you can't play that you'll still buy a PS5. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you I mean, know yeah. how it works. I mean, yeah. I do the same shit. I'm guilty yeah. of the same shit, so I yeah, can't say right. anything. But like, if I, 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 I've I've so many times thought about getting rid of my PS4 Pro because I spend so much time on my Xbox, and then I sit there and I think, well, if I'd have done that, I couldn't have played Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, admittedly, Sony have got the exclusives, and I would always get, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's it just makes me wonder because it is. I mean, as this uh, as Rufus says, these could potentially be very expensive machines or have yeah. they're expensive. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to next year to see what happens to see where these go. Um, but my wallet might not be. No, my wallet is definitely not looking forward to two big bad boy machines launching at the time. Um. Jeremy says, do you think the PS5 and Xbox One 2 will be <laughs> fully backwards compatible out of the gate, or will it be another promise that'll show up down the road? Uh, um, um, Xbox will be for Xbox, sure. Xbox, yeah. I think, out of yeah. the door, out of the gate, will work with every single Xbox, everything that works on Xbox One now. And I think they're going to work on getting more 360 stuff. Sure. Kind of it, so. once, they, once they get everything that's currently working on One they will start working on new games to port to Scarlet. Like Microsoft's kind of committed to that at this point. And they've, they've, they, you know, the proof is in the pudding. We can play fucking Panzer Dragoon Orta on an Xbox One X. And that's a beautiful thing. I want to believe Sony wants to do it. I know they're looking into it, but if you could make that system compatible with PS one through five, that might be the greatest machine ever built. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. Five yeah. generations of PlayStation in one place. I just can't. I I can't see him doing it. I just can't. No, but you're I, right. I, it would be. Uh, it would be the tits. But yeah, it's it's one of those. that's almost too good to be true. I think. Unfortunately, here's what I think is going to happen. They're going to announce full backward compatibility with PS4, minus some exceptions. There will be some games that don't work, just like when they did the name change thing. Like some of your um, DLC oh, yeah, didn't still tie yeah. to the old, the old cell processor shit. Yeah. Yes. The old thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Like I have PlayStation now and the PS3 streaming is good enough. I've I've I actually picked it up. I got um there was like a year uh subscription for like thirty quid and I thought, you know what, I'll I'll give it a shot. Um it's more about the downloadable stuff for me, I think. Um, but that's, I mean, that's a, that is a way around the backwards compatibility stuff uh, that you couldn't potentially get on one machine is that the, is streaming it. But who knows whether that's a route they'll take. 
Yeah, I, I really don't know, but I would take streaming PS1 games. I mean, I wouldn't play a fighting game on it. But you know, think about the fidelity on those sort of power needed to run them. It's it, it's not too bad, is it? And uh, this technology only gets better with time, and people's internet connections only get better with time. So um, all in all, I think it's uh, if they continue down the, the route with the PlayStation Now stuff, um, and obviously we know that Xbox is incorporating their <laughs> somebody's stomach. Someone farting again? Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so I think I moved it's... my microphone, and the headset made that noise. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a pretty awesome one, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think um, it, it, we are going towards a future where where uh, there will be ways in which we can play older games on our newer systems. The technology yeah. will get there, and it will be hopefully seamless. We can we can hope. Uh, remember, Stadia launches in like two weeks. <laughs> 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 oh, don't make me laugh. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Jeremy also says all of the talk play has got me hungry. What fast food chains should mix it up? Panda Express and Taco Bell. There's a bunch of poop Panda emojis Express. in that. Yeah, too. yeah. I was gonna say it's that's a. Mm. Ch- a Chinese food restaurant. What Panda Express? Must- is that what you ask? Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's it's just it's a it's Chinese it's food fast restaurant. food Chinese. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Chinese fast food mashups. Oh, I mean, I do it in real life, so this isn't like a. Yeah, I don't know if I would. I'm very particular, so I don't like. Um, I mean, I'm not. I know there are people out there. I'm not the sort of person who. Uh, who mixes cereal. I don't like mixing things up. I like things as they should be. So um, mixing fast food isn't something I've probably... I think, I think you well, can I... mix Taco Bell with any fast food. Yeah. I, I don't know about you guys in the States, but over here, um, I, the, the fries at KFC are fucking horrible. Yeah, I know. They're bad. Um, you just throw them in a box. They're soggy. The that's the reason why you got to get McDonald's fries. And eat yeah, them that's, what, crazy. that's what I'm like. Yeah, I'd like McDonald's fries with a KFC chicken. That's what I'd like. Yeah, I, I, when I go to Arby's and get a roast beef sandwich, I have to curly fries. I'll go to Mickey D's or Burger King. Give me some fries. I'll tell you who has the worst fries on the planet. It's fucking Wendy's. Uh, Wendy's fries are the worst. Really? Yeah, oh, they're used to be good. good in Canada. They, no, Wendy's fries used to be delicious, but now they're just... Do, they, do, you, still, like, do you still do the, the square burgers? Yes, Wendy's that's Wendy's a... thing, man. It's the square, oh, okay. square we patty. We have Wendy's here. <sighs> Wendy's still, is... still can't yeah. beat a smash burger. It's the greatest day of my life when you took me there. One oh, sma- smash burger? I mean, mm. smash burgers. See, I still think Five Guys is the king. Nah, nah, burger. smash burger was amazing. Smash burgers changed since you were here, John. Mm, that's it has. I, I was I was disappointed the last time I went there. Uh, that's a, oh, that was, yeah, that was... um. I mean, yeah. That when you time. were here, it was it was great. Smashburger mm. was great. But well, yeah, some other place we went to. Um, I can't five guys. Remember. No, it wasn't five guys. We did go to Five Guys. Well, I took him to Five Guys from the when we came back from the airport. Yeah, yeah. He picked me up, and that's the first place we went. It was like, Fuck all right, let's start working on that heart attack now. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to introduce you to America proper, baby. Yeah, absolutely, unlimited. Bring you some of that. Ricky um, five guys. No, no, no. We... You're going in just for fries and a burger. We'll pick up chicken at Chick-fil-A <laughs> next door. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a place we went to, and it was... I can't remember the name of it. it was, we went out. Jason was with us. Went for a meal. Like, 
was. But um, I remember that being quite good. Yeah, I just can't know it's gone. But yeah, I love America for food. If, there, guys, if there's one thing we as Americans do well, it's it's food that will kill yep. you. I have yes, one absolutely. very specific, weird sort of. I like the hot sauce, like the um, burning hot buffalo from Pizza Hut uh, that they put on their wings. I want that, but on a KFC wing. I'll tell you what, I want to try, and I think it might be gone now, as KFC has that uh, mac and cheese bowl. Oh, that sounds like, oh my god. With the chicken, with chicken oh, in it? Oh, the popcorn just... chicken? Yeah, popcorn yeah, chicken in a mac exactly and cheese bowl. exactly what you're talking about. Oh my god, I want to try that. Like, it's, Obviously Jesus. it was healthy enough for them to serve it in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> bring that shit out, man. I, I don't know, I'd mix anything. I don't care. It's all delicious. <laughs> I'd eat a cheeseburger while scarfing down a slice of pizza. I don't care. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a smile on my face and a burger if, in my hand. But what if the burger's buns were panzerottis or calzones? Okay, I, I know what a calzone is. I don't know what a panzerotti is. Pan, it's, it's, it's the same thing, but a panzerotti is deep fried. Calzone I mean, I, I, I mean, you can deep fry anything, Anthony, and it's that's delicious. true. It just that's what that's what the name changes. Anyways, you get one of those. Those are the buns of the burger. Hell yeah! I still want to try the Krispy Kreme burger. I haven't. Had, I, I, and well, it's just flavor, the well, flavor you, of whoa, that. Whoa, 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 Ken! What did you just say? The Krispy Kreme burger, where the buns are Krispy Kreme donuts. What the actual fuck? That's the thing, man. It, it's. It, does that does that not feel, John, like the the wrong flavors are mixing there? I, I don't it just know. feels I, like my I arteries think, are hardening. Is I what think it feels I have like. to I'd try so. this. I, this is I, amazing. I wouldn't fucking go and have it if I wasn't playing like <laughs> killing myself by pure sodium intake. Like, oh, oh hell yeah, dude! Jesus, sorry, Anthony, but I just that just blew my mind. I, I'm mean, just that's fine. I'm looking at something called Lay's Barbecue Tenders at. Uh, KFC and I want to try those. It's they're literally they're coated in like crushed Lay's chips or crisps, as you were. You know what the weirdest thing I thought would be terrible? What was delicious was when the uh, the Fritos in a burrito. That shit oh yeah, is, those are excellent. Those shit is delicious. I, it sounds disgusting, Actually, does it not? There's a goat. There's a they have a goat a Fritos go Rito at uh, Gold Star Sorry. Chili. Are yeah, you talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. Fritos is in the chocolate. No, Fritos no. is like a like a salty corn chip. Corn chip. Uh, okay, yeah. over here there's something called a, a Frito or Fredo in chocolate. This is F R I T O. Yeah, it's made by the same company that oh, does like Doritos and shit. Okay. Are uh, they not lies? Yeah, Walkers over here. Man, I'm hungry now. Let's we'll finish the show up. We always. Why do we always finish the show on food? Because people tweet us off lunch time. Yeah. Do you not remember the big "What's the best Doritos flavor?" saga? And clearly, no, no one cool. mentioned jalapeno cool. and cheddar. That's no, because it's, it's not the ranch. best. Fuck off. Go ranch. Obviously, it's not cool ranch. What the fuck is, is? With yeah, you? Cool oh, ranch. No, please. see, I can't even get out. <laughs> get Jesus Christ! All right, You're moving right. on. Even. Uh, Blah blah blue says, "Congrats on the new equipment. Did you get Gambus to show or send a new sound clip?" No, I I don't know where that thing is. I gotta find it. Oh no! You mean you, we don't end with a chicken noise? No, because it's on my old PC and I don't remember mm. where it was. That means I gotta hook it back up and. Or you could just steal it out of one of the clips you've put online. I yeah, I could. If so I it degrades over time. I mean, the time fall, you know, is, is washing it away. 
<laughs> um, any announcement about uploading the podcast to YouTube? Yes, I tried it. YouTube told me it was too long. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, apparently, I can't. Like, my, the account that we have cannot upload two-hour uh, videos. Oh, for fuck. YouTube. Jesus. So, um, mm-hmm. I, I tried, and YouTube said no. To be fair, though, would you want to watch it on YouTube? Because it'll just be a static background. For me, I understand why people were asking for it. And truthfully, it wasn't a lot of work to do. So I didn't mind doing it. But I will do a lot of times when I'm working at home, I'll put my headphones on and listen to YouTube videos. Oh, I don't do so, that. I, I mean, I, I get it, but... Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, he also says, thought about the Fortnite addictive effect on the young. Is it an addictive? Is it as addictive as drugs? No. No, no. Yeah, no, I would agree on that because I, I'm not saying it's not addictive, but drugs are chemicals that are you chemicals are enhancing a, a feeling, whereas the addiction you get from Fortnite is your own bodily chemicals, and yeah, that's a, that's a whole different thing. Not to say that there aren't games aren't addictive; they are in certain ways, um, but I, I think it's a different type of addiction. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a it ends up being a personality disorder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. Yeah. Drugs are a very different kind of addiction. And, and and just to be clear, they um what is it? The World Health Organization came mm-hmm. out and said that they could not find a link between like addicted like the gaming addiction was not a thing. It was no different than someone who gets addicted to gambling or it's that dopamine drip that you have in your head and you just you have uh poor self-control. That's what that is. It's it's and I'm not shitting on anyone who actually has issues like that but that's it's not the same as taking drugs and like as john said putting them in and then when that when those start to come out of your body again that your brain's like i need more of it it's a very different thing yeah i still it's still and again i still think that companies prey on that and and that's a very bad thing to do but yeah it's i think it's not again that we shouldn't take it seriously because there are people i mean we've seen stories of people in uh countries where they they're playing wow for three days straight don't feed their children and don't feed themselves and diet it's a horrible horrible thing um but yeah it's a very different type of addiction and the last tweet comes from mookie it just says can't wait for the modern warfare sequel damn son uh, <laughs> multiplayer won't replace my love with the rainbow six game this it does get into weird territory when you've got modern warfare and the, obviously, this may sell well. It's getting good reviews. I'm sure it'll do. Incre- it might be like a, a pickup from from the the disappointing from Activision's point of view of Black Ops. Um, but yeah, that'll only lead to Modern Warfare Two, which is a game that we had ten years ago. Where yeah, everything that is old is new again. Yes. Anyway, that is the show. Boy, it's the busy time and. We haven't even got all the games out yet. There's still more to come. Yeah. Um. In the next few weeks, we've got you know some Jedi Fallen Order. We got oh shit. Death... When is that out? It's out the 14th, I think. We got Death Stranding on the 8th. Um. Stranding. That's no. Changed. Everybody forgot, but Need for Speed is out. In a oh, couple no, one weeks. no one cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I can't imagine that game. I mean, I, I really hope it is. I can't imagine that. And we still have Pokemon in December. Are they releasing a Battlefield game this year? No, no, Battlefield game this year. Yeah, it's the, the it's a Star Wars year, isn't it? So this, but so that so that they're not even doing a Battlefront. Okay, no, no, no it's, it's uh, Jedi Fallen Order. 
Uh, and some of that I just, just realized, like, oh yeah, it's, we're hitting around the time where Battlefield should have existed if it was coming. Yeah, normally it'd be sort of next huh. week. Yeah. Uh, I, from what I can, uh, what I've been hearing anyway, the early buzz out of, of uh, Fallen Order is that it's um it's pretty good. So fingers crossed. I, I hope it's good. Um, I love a good Star Wars game, and anytime you let me fling a lightsaber around, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I know that. Not so much the second one, but I absolutely love the Force Unleashed. Um, just that playing around in third person with your your your, your Force powers and your lightsaber is really fucking cool. So you nail that, you're onto a winner, son. Yep. Um, but that's it for us. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at M4G Podcast. You can follow the site at ZTGD Content. All of us individually, we got Anthony at ATRSKT, John is at John WUK, and Ryan is at Wombat RP. I get it. I get it there. It's been a long two and a half hours talking about bad and good video games. Uh, and you can follow me at ZTGD. Check out Phoenix Down. Are you guys doing a second episode? You of know it. Okay. I'm forcing you to. But this was. We originally wanted to do like four weeks of it. And then, like, she was like, I can't. I can't do that. So. You got you to gotta compromise and just. So I was like, two. well, two weeks. Well, I figured two weeks is a good time to. Like, it'll be enough where, like, Drew is, I know Drew has to have played it, <laughs> but it's also enough where we'll know if Matt, because Matt doesn't have really any ties to it, so we'll know whether or not Matt likes it. He's kind of. Has Drew, announced, out, so. be, has, has Drew announced he's going to be a dad yet? Because I haven't spoken to him in ages, and I guarantee that's coming. Uh, it's, it hasn't happened oh, yet. It's so. definitely coming, though, isn't it? Uh, you know it will be, and John, nice play on words, but it, you know it, you know it will be. <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting on the day when he when he messages us and he's like, "Well, it's happening." I, I just i I can imagine Drew being absolutely the best and worst father at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I, I, there's something about him that it's going to be absolutely amazing to be his son, but at the same time, have him as like the grumpiest father in the entire world. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel you there. Mm. Um. But that's that's it. That's it for the show. Uh, we'll be back next week. The, next week's the week. If you if you want to know, I'll be able to tell you about it next week. It's gonna happen. Anyway, we out. Peace, Metris.
And then I, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.